Alright everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Buck Puster Podcast where we talk everything and everything hockey. I'm Jeff, followed by all my co-hosts. Howdy. What's up boys? Alright, real quick. What was that? Alright, real quick we'll get into some OHL news. Um, As the playoffs continue the round one, Hamilton has swept the Peterburg Peets 4-0. North Bay also swept their series against the 67s um, 4-0. The Kingston Frontenance and the Ottawa's General, Oshawa Generals are currently in game five of their series. Going in, we'll be going into game six later this week. Um, the Mississauga Steelheads and the Barry Colts are currently at going in, be, will be going into game six in their series with Mississauga up three to two. Surprisingly, this one I was a little Sar- Windsor and Sarnia get, are currently three going into game six with Windsor take having them the lead three to two. Sarnia took two. Yeah, oh, wow. they wow. snuck one another one last night. Dang. Um, so do you guys see Sarnia taking that away from them? Windsor, Windsor? I still think Windsor is gonna. I was going to say, because I think one of us... I just have... think they kind of got... So, yeah, let's get through the rest of these before yeah. before I give my opinion on that. I know... I'll kind of say mine real quick. Because um, I know they, we said early, when we did our predictions of this series that Sarnia would at least squeak one. But I didn't think two already. Um, the other series, the London Knights and the Kitchen Rangers, they are also going to be game six. Kitch, with London up three to two in their series. Oh, wow. Damn. And Bowie even said that was gonna go, that was gonna go further, instead of. I think he had even said that uh, London was gonna lose, and we called him stupid, and here we fucking go again. <laughs> so what happened last time we did that last year when we called him stupid for yeah, for saying the stars was gonna yeah. go in seventh or eighth, and we're like you're I, dumb. I know I put I put the stars in seventh last year, and these guys were busting my nuts, and they literally ended up in sixth, and they're like, holy fuck, Bobo, how'd you know that? I'm like, you know, maybe maybe we should start this with global energy predictions. <laughs> No, this no, no, year, no, nothing else. Specifically, just predictions. But no, nothing no, else. This year, nothing else because I put Calgary in fucking seven. <laughs> and then the Flint Firebirds and the Owen Sound Attack. They are current are going to be going to Game Six with Flint up three to two in the series. And then with the Greyhounds win today against Guelph, they officially are moving on to the second round with Sioux four to one in their series. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, going back to that Windsor-Sarnia series, that really makes me think. Like, we were saying this before, but since at the beginning of the, of the playoffs, if that spot had gone to Erie, do you think we if, if Sarnia is doing that well against them? I think we would have. I think we could We yeah. could probably, we, could, we might We might be the ones at 3-1. Yeah. We might be 3-2. We could have even won 4-1 because, like I said, throughout the regular season, we proved that we can beat them. We beat them, what, yeah. three or four times throughout the regular season. Yeah. Almost all of them being at home. But still, like we we proved that we could beat them, that we we're just as good as they are, or at least you know yeah. against them. We're not obviously not as good as any of the other teams in the, in the playoffs right now. Yeah. But you know but, what? <laughs> Fuck London. Let's move on. Yeah. Sweet yeah. Caroline. <laughs> All right. Like like, like we, that could have been us, man. Like we could be up. Well, like and yeah, Jeffy and I were talking about this a little bit over PlayStation or not PlayStation when he came in, when he came into the studio later this evening, and. He was lo- earlier this evening. <laughs> yeah, I saw Colin look at me. I'm sorry. Earlier this evening, and he was like, "Something for, being happened." Yeah. Like <laughs> and, and Jeffy was like, "For Sarnia being the underdog on that fucking series," and I even said, "I can 
possibly. It's a very high, hot, very hot, hot take. I can see Sarnia taking that if they keep playing how they are. I see, Sa- I see Sarnia they, winning the See, they are the thing is, like, I know because the, uh, Windsor's number one goaltender suffered an injury very late in that mm-hmm. second-to-last game against the Otters, like, very late in that, very late in the third period. Did he ever recover from that, or is he, was he still out? I, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything. Like, I know, because I know very cold name? goaltender going into the playoffs, that's not good. It might be why, if he's not healthy, that might be why they only have it 3-2 to two right now. Like, I'm not, I didn't, didn't think to look for an update. Yeah, Excuse me, after after that game. I, know, I was more worried about Otter's hockey versus anything else, making sure we actually made the playoffs, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know it was 10-2! That was rough. No, man, that was miserable. Yeah. After I the first period, like, okay, it's only 3 nothing. We still, still have a chance. Let's not give up any hope. End of second period, 8-1. to one. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> like, all right, that, this game's over. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then kind of... Because the um, OHO had their draft over the weekend, um, kind of the Saginaw Spirit took the number one draft pick. Um, they took Michael Misa as the number one draft pick, and he's now the fifth player in the OHO to be eligible at the age of 15. Wow. He joins um, Aaron Acklide of, in, I mean, I'm sorry, John Tavares in 2005. Aaron Ackwood in 2011, Connor McDavid 2012, Shane Wright in 2019, and then now um, Michael Massa uh, in the 2020. I, I do remember, yeah, you had mentioned that the other night. We were just chatting, and you, you brought that up and were telling me about that. Yeah, that's pretty five, fifth in the history of the OHL. That's crazy. That's. I remember listening to the uh, draft on my phone at home. And like as soon as I heard Erie drop on Malcolm's fence, that was, I'm glad. I'm I I kind of yelled like, "Woo! Fuck yeah!" <laughs> I, I, walk, I walk out, and my parents are like, "What is that?" I was like, "Don't worry about it." And that, no, I, I was pretty excited when I saw. We were I was excited so. about. I'm kind of glad they we got hit. The Otters got him second overall. Mm-hmm. He's like, do are we gonna have the room to throw him as a starter, or is he gonna be a pretty, pretty much a healthy scratch the whole season, like a lot of our rookies have been this year? It probably, all, probably all depends on like how, how he does in training camp. And yeah, camp and the preseason. Yeah. Assuming they're going to have the, what they did last year with the uh, the three preseason games here at Erie. Yeah. Uh, and that's and how, they, how is he going to handle it? How is he going to handle the pressure as a top, like a, you know, top four center? Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, top 12 center. So. And that's one that I kind of want to, now that we're talking about that, um, slight with overagers, um, because with the Otters, their next season, with um, they are going to have four overagers next season. Five. Five. Five, yeah. With Soupy, Elias uh, Cohen. Sador, Cohen. Uh, and, Morton and, and Thompson. Thompson. Morton and Thompson. Oh, geez. Yeah. I know Sam and two I... Big, two big defensemen right there. Sam and I were talking about this on Thursday, and we could definitely see Thompson going, for sure. Thompson. Because they also... And we have to think, because um, they also picked... Did draft us in the second round a uh, young goaltender... It, that, here's the thing with the OHL. They can have technically four overagers on roster, but only three of them will be dressed per night, per any given night. So uh, it's a matter of are you willing to keep, you know, suits, like somebody soupy in the roster and, and just not dress, only have two of those forwards or two of those skaters. And, and not well, and not dress him on any given night. Like have him start on a certain night and have him scratch on another night where you have a, a solid number two goaltender in Nolan Lund and have, you know, St. Elias Cohen, Cohen or uh, Noah Sador dressed uh, as your third yeah. overage skater. Or so, out, of, gonna, out of those four skaters, who do you think, who can you see them scratching? 
I'd say out of any of them, maybe Thompson. Well, I'm saying they get rid of Thompson. I'm that's, saying get rid of Thompson. Like, like trade him or get rid of him yeah, altogether. Trade, okay. trade him, get like a, a draft pick. Because tra- that, that's you know, kind of what we did with um, Emmett Sproul at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. We just kind of, because we didn't want to have too many, and too that, many overrated. And plus, they, and plus, they want to mm-hmm. at least get some in return for Emmett Sproul because the other option is just drop. Release. Just release him, yeah. And they wanted to get something. Get, and then get nothing out of it, so. Yeah. But that's yeah, I mean yeah. good good for Emmett Sproul. I mean, he ended up going on to have the best best year of his career so far over in Peterborough, even though they didn't use what Peterborough just got swept, right? They they just got swept. At least yeah. they made the playoffs. Yeah, they made the playoffs. <laughs> I kind of wanted to bring that up since I just saw that um, early in the week um, with like who do you th- like with all five overagers next season, like who should yeah, my next my next auto jersey yeah, I'm, I'm probably I was thinking either Campbell or Sidor to be my next one so be able to get be able to get one of their jerseys before I was they between. go I, I got I got to pick up my Sidor's jersey for the 25th anniversary Oh yeah <laughs> so um it's tough I mean I, 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 I feel like they're they're going to keep Morton for sure Morton yeah they'll keep he, Morton they'll are, keep um do Noah. you think they could bring on um, give them this or do you think they're going to give that to Cohen the C? I think they're going to give Cam the C, and then Elias and A. But it's the problem of who are you going to keep? Are you going to keep Snoopy, or are you going to keep Noah? That's yeah, because that's the hard part. Because do we want the one to punch goaltending in Laurent and Campbell, or do we want the a good seventies line like how how we saw what we saw this past season. I think as much as I love Superman, like I think I think he's gonna end up end up go by and both him and Thompson are gonna be getting the, not getting the boot, but because we need to. My my only thing is we we saw what as, happened. As much as I said, as much as I'd love to see that one two punch, as like Jeffy just said, I mean Marshall Nichols hasn't he hasn't he, you guys said it the other day he just didn't get enough playtime to prove what he has. We played like he was, every time he went in he was cold. You know, he he only gets started once every five or six games. I think but that's it, another problem with Laurent as well. He got played so much. He, like, he just, towards he, the end of the season, he was starting to get tired out. He was, and, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the argument that I'm going to make is that like, you need a solid goaltender on the bench to be able to come in and like cold, warm or cold. Like you need to be able to come in and do your job. Yeah. And that's where like either Nolan or Soupy are able to do it. Yeah. So having somebody there to kind of show the way, as in Aiden Campbell, would be highly beneficial to Otter's organization moving forward. Yeah. Granted, he's an overager, but like that one last season, there's always that one extra reason to help help push it forward, and that's yeah. that's you know his name is Aiden Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just <laughs> think it's how I have a soft spot for Soupy. I oh, we always have. I've always lo- I've always loved Soupy. Because no, he, he, he did he, a, like when we saw him in his rookie. Because obviously. Last season they couldn't play, but and it, it was his rookie season. He did really well when he backed up Murphy in that, mm-hmm. like when he, Campbell See, got to play. Yeah, seeing him progress from that, that then to being a, a you know, consistent starter was is amazing. So we we need him. We need a, a solid veteran experience back there. Being okay. Even if we might be shit, you know, up front in front of him, at least we know we are somebody. So, who's, so do you see us like trading away like Nichols then or something? Nichols or or, or Lalonde. I've, I've I, don't, I don't know. Definitely not Nolan. Nichols, I'm... Because we also mm. think... They also, we also just picked... The Otters just picked up a, another goaltender in the draft. Yeah, but so all, also... That means you definitely got to think that they might have some thoughts of yeah, trading but, one of them. But you also got to keep in mind, this year, both Aiden Campbell and Nolan Lalonde are eligible for the NHL draft. 
So moving forward, we don't know what's going to happen with those two. Are they going to be drafted? Are they going to be called up to the AHL for whatever reason? Are they going to stay up there? Like, are we going to end up losing them? So, like, yeah, I, I feel like the Otters and Dave Brown have, have a lot in their play. Like, okay, let's see what happens and see what they do NHL-wise. And if we lose one, okay, let's not make any rash decisions now. Because yeah. if you lose one and lose another, like, if you lose both of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, you're going to go to Nichols and this, this rookie that you just drafted. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was all of this week for OHL. There wasn't much other than the draft and then Playoff. the playoffs. Yeah. But still a good, yeah. interesting week in the OHL. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to the NHL, guys. First things first, we have a second announcement for retiring. Elliot uh, for Dustin Brown will be retiring at the end of the 21-22 season. Obviously, whenever L.A. gets eliminated, because we know L.A. ain't going to go far. Yeah. Even though Ante <clears throat> Kopitar has asked I mean, a lot of words to him in Game 82, that it was a quote-unquote, let's go get this fucking shit. Yeah. So. I, it, it, one it, thing, it depends on, I think, how the series is going. Cause who are they playing in the playoffs again? Uh, Edmonton. Edmonton, yeah. So Edmonton yeah. has the home ice advantage, correct? Yes. yes. So, like... My guess is, depending on how the first three games go, they might do the ceremony in, for him in, like, game four. Yeah. Just per, just in case, final game back at home. Because if they're down three to nothing at that point, or even two to one, you know, yeah. risk not having that game six back in. I think what I loved, especially on the last home game of the season, I loved the fact that Anze gave up his C for yeah. I was Dustin to, to I saw that. That wear, was really awesome. To wear the C one last yeah. time. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I... When we were, uh, I was thinking about this for a little bit, and I have the Oilers taking up it in six. And just being, like Kyle said, yeah, they might have to do the uh, ceremony early, but that's going to be a great series just to keep an eye on. That's yeah, it's be going a, to be a good one. Between Connor McDavid. So we'll, we'll discuss Andre it more later, but like that's, yeah. I think that's going to be one of the, the biggest se- the biggest oh, yeah. player se- series to watch in the entire playoffs. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's first round wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for speaking of the playoffs, for the first time in yeah, first time like in NHL history that all eight teams in the same conference reached a hundred points in the same season. The Eastern Conference being all all of Florida, Carolina, Toronto, New York, Tampa, Boston, Pittsburgh, and Washington all reached a hundred points this season. So all eight playoff teams, man, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> That just I shows that. How, how tough the East was this year, man. I said, I, I was I was say, there, there's some really good teams that didn't end up making the playoffs. And I was going to say, the West wasn't too far off either. Yeah. I mean, the farthest off was, you know, the, the last wildcard spot be Nashville at 97. Yeah. 97, 98 in Dallas, and 99 in LA. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> both conferences were, were too far yeah. off. So That tells you that this year, a lot of the lot of players stepped up this year. Or, yeah, they did. Or just in Proved from past seasons. Well, this is also yeah. one of those years, going back on what Kyle said, with the East just being as gnarly as it has been within the last... Gnarly, what a word. Within the last six... <laughs> oh, it's so months, gnarly, you know, dude. Gnarly, dude. Within the last gnarly, six months of hockey with, again, you know, one. it's just one of those things where that really, it surprises me. But at the same time, that just means we're in for some great playoff hockey. Oh, it's going to be a pu- I mean, We say that again. We said this last year. We said it the year before. Every year, it gets tougher and tougher and tougher yeah, in the yeah. playoffs, man. Every year, we say, oh, this is the toughest year we've seen. And I'm, sure we'll say, I'm sure the same, so we'll say far. the same thing next year. Yeah. Like, all we have to say is it's the toughest well, year I'm gonna so say, far. Yeah. I'm going to say, you know, just from looking at the brackets earlier, and 
we'll discuss these later, but there are a couple barn burners there are, yeah. that are going to be, you know, definitely keep an eye out for. And we'll, you know, discuss games and all that fun shit later. Yeah, I'm quite honest, I'm just excited oh, for, fuck yeah, me too. This, for playoffs. Yeah. This is the one, besides just in general, the whole hockey season, this is like the oh, it's been a great time year. of year I've always year. forward to. Oh, yeah. Uh, earlier this week, the Ducks paid tribute to Ryan Getzlab ahead of their final home game at the Honda Center. So he got finally he got to play his final game, his final home game. Um, I know we talked about, or I think it was either last week, maybe even the week before, with him and Corey Perry sharing that moment when mm-hmm. Tampa came to uh, Anaheim for the last time, or I think it was vice versa. Yeah. Um, where they they got to be buddies and you know get one last picture together, share one last hug. Yeah, hell yeah. So that, that was awesome to see. Is my nose much as Colin loves Corey Perry? You know that that was a good thing to see. Well, mm-hmm. now. Well, Anaheim, no re- well, you know, you think they'll retire. I don't know if they're planning on retire, retiring Getzloff's jersey. Oh, they're, they're going they'll to. Ret- they'll oh, retire his number, 100%. And so? ne- 100%. I, I'd say probably be ne- next season. Next, The earliest next season, but yeah. I'm saying the next two years. My guess is depending on if Corey Perry stays with Tampa, yeah. they'll probably do it similar to like they did with Henrik Lundqvist because of the relationship that they had and the relationship that Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff have. Say Corey Perry does resign in Tampa for another year, they'll probably do it in a game where they are playing Tampa Bay in, in Anaheim. Yeah. And so you know Corey Perry can be there. I mean, regardless if he retires at the end of the year as well, or if you know he decides to play one more year, he's he's gonna be there probably regardless. Yeah. Just just based on the relationship that those two have. Mm-hmm. You got fair. He's the points leader in the Ducks history. So. Yeah, I mean, even if he's there on the ice, you know, even if he retired and he just goes dressed up in a suit, he drops the ceremonial puck. And they get to do a picture together and become buddy buddy, and they, you know he goes sits in the box and watches his best friend play, or gets front row seats watching his best friend play. Yeah, you know that'd be kind of fun. One ex hockey player tripping on his friend and all the refs. <clears throat> all right, moving on. The Montreal Canadiens are the first team in NHL history to finish last place the year after the Maple Stanley Cup Finals, and are the first team in NHL history to finish a season thirty seconds. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But um, yeah, and there was a 294 days between their last game, game five of the Stanley Cup Finals, to where they clinched last place. That's 294 funny. days, less five. less than a full calendar year. Um, well, I was I was gonna say I forgot what I was gonna say. Kind of sticking um, with the <laughs> no, like we we all. Like at the beginning of the season, I don't think we all knew that last year that that was a Cinderella run. That was a miracle run that, oh, that, that yeah. they that they had. I don't think I don't think any of us predicted them to make it back to the playoffs this year, but I don't think any of us predicted them to be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you did, like you were crazy for well, saying yeah. that the, a team that Ever made the finals is, was going to be as bad as they were. Well, look at both. I mean, what I mean ha- not, not having Carey Price for pretty much the entirety of the season didn't help. Yeah, but they kind of did turn around a little bit, like when Marty St. Louis took over. Yeah. For the team, like, like that's you know Cole Caulfield finally started be playing like he did last year, and that definitely didn't get a, he he missed too much time to be eligible for the Calder, but he he definitely because that, that was, was one of my predictions as well. One my um, <laughs> yeah, hmm? uh, what else do we got here? The the Vegas Golden Knights they are the in their first time in their franchise they missed the playoffs and they're. That kind of that was that's crazy, man. I don't think any of us guessed that. No, especially when especially yeah, especially when Jack Eichel came over, man. I'm like yeah. they're they're yeah, they're cup contender. When you go from missing the playoffs in Buffalo to missing the playoffs <laughs> in Vegas, yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Jack Eichel, man. Oh. I, mean, I don't think he can get a break, honestly. Like, he goes from what like one shit team to one good team that can just 
to turn to shit. I think it's also the like my curse in the in the final. He's a good guy. He's a he's a good guy, man. He's funny and I mean. You know, because yeah, I just found him that he was funny when, you know, he played Buffalo. Yeah, and, that was... And roasted the absolute shit out of him and pissed off the fan base, which yeah. is absolutely hilarious. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> the loudest I've ever heard that the building. Six years I played there, and that's the loudest they've ever cheered. Yeah. <laughs> or booed well, or whatever. It, it even makes me wonder, you know, if Vegas could have stolen that spot from Dallas, if they would have swapped. If Vegas would have played a little bit better, if they would have... Stolen that wild card spot from Dallas. And then Dallas. Yeah, they would have got stuck playing Calgary. And but that would have been how hot Calgary is this year. It would be kind of pointless. Honestly, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't literally know. Like, literally, still, I didn't even mean to I do that. I would rather watch a Vegas Calgary series than a Vegas Dallas series. Let's be honest. Yeah. That would be a Vegas Calgary yeah, would be a better. kind of battle of the desert, really. I mean, not desert yeah. really in Dallas, but Texas. You know, yeah. Texas and, and Calgary. You you, you get the heat of Texas versus the heat of Calgary if you get my drift. <laughs> drift, get it? Canada, snow? Drift. And moving on. Zidane <laughs> uh, Char is probably going to make this ass game, by the way. Yeah, probably. Knowing like how old he is and how tall he is. Uh, tall he is. He's what? He's 44? 45. 45. 6'9", 40, uh, 45. Yeah, he's, if, he, yeah. if he signs another year, I'll be shocked. I will Honestly, be. I will be. And I, I think this will be the last thing. Um, uh, not Malcolm Subban. I just saw the article on him. But uh, UC Soros is probably going to be at four to six weeks with a high ankle injury for the Predators. I saw Wh- that. Which I'll, I'll kind of go over my, my take with him later when we go over the playoff brackets. Yeah. So, but one yeah. other thing, didn't, um, if I saw this card, didn't Vegas pronou- uh, announce that they're making their alternates, their new current yeah, home, they are. and then yeah. they're going to create a new alternate, correct? Yeah. I, I that I'm not. Or, or are sure. they going to use that that um that's what that, I, like the star all, or whatever as their alternate? That um, I, I haven't seen the article. So that I didn't. Because the only reason I knew they were confirming they were going to do the their alternate as their when they just like the Penguins when they announced their sponsor that yeah. they're going to have on their short um mm-hmm. their jersey for next season. They it showed literally the gold jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I'm not sure if they're they're doing a new jersey or they're. I mean, I kind they're of, gonna, I kind of almost guess that they would. I want to guess, and I'll be honest, I wouldn't even mind if those Dallas jerseys became the new home gear. I love those Dallas jerseys. I do. We're talking about Vegas, or yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I saw the picture. He, he's on, looking at. I was looking at the phone on. <laughs> yeah, I thought Kyle was gonna ask. Those, the, God awful fucking jerseys. But I, yeah. I like them. I, 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 I just, I, I, I'm I, sorry. I'm the odd one out, man. I just, yeah, I just, sorry. I, I thought, don't know what it is. They just bug me. I just don't were, like them. I thought you guys were thinking which one you like better, and I was thinking, but okay, you know. But, I one of these is the Vegas one, 100. The one thing I do <laughs> hope though, when they do with the gold jersey, is actually the gold helmet, because they have the their current home ones. Yeah, they, these helmets right here. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see those on the gold jerseys. Because they have uh, their... That's too much gold for me. They have the green. That's too well, much gold for me. And that, remember what they did in Erie for the 25th. They had the... The, 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 the summer jerseys and the... Chrome, which, well, those were a surprise. They didn't announce that those were going to be a well, thing. Okay. Those were that's, gorgeous. Well, that's chrome. And, they're, and they were just like dark gray. They weren't even a silver. They were just kind of a dark gray. And they went really well. Gold, it's, it would be one of those things with like... Giving Pittsburgh a yellow helmet with their yellow jerseys. To me, that's, that's be, what they did with their third jerseys. Still, did, yeah. I know. To me, I, I was too much yellow for me. I think if Vegas does that with their gold jerseys, they're fucking. Insane. To me, I think it's perfect 
kind of go wild. I, I don't know. It's just too I'm, much gold. I, I might change their mind and might, I might side with Bobo once I see those in action. Yeah, if, if that's what I, they decide to do. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I, I wouldn't I, see why they wouldn't. I mean, and they're I, the golden knights, so I mean, like, I could definitely well, see them doing I, like, I, the all I, gold. I get where Boba's coming from. I, I really do, but I, okay. I have to respectively disagree with you. Now, for okay. te- temporarily. Yeah, it would be, it'd be one of those things if the jerseys came out like Colin's color, that, you know, dark or that light yellow. The Vegas gold. The Vegas yeah. gold would be something like that light tint yellow. That I would, I would love. Mm-hmm. But if it's like the Penguins gold and the gold of the knights, it's like, I can't. That's too much. But you like those Dallas ones, but you won't like that gold on Fuck top of yeah, gold. dude, I love them. Because <laughs> the Dallas ones are better, Kyle! Okay, Get uh, over it! Okay, so there was a there was a poll on Facebook, and it said, what do you like better, the Dallas third jerseys or the Vegas golden helmets? Mm-hmm. Colin and I said the jerseys. I said the jersey, too. Kyle's Dallas, the yeah, I only know. one. It's uh, just, I don't know the, what it is, man. I just don't like them. What? Dude, could you imagine if they put, like, neon in that, and when the lights go, how do they glow in the dark? That'd be cool, but those are just, like... Oh, I just, I don't know. You're a child, Bobo, okay? Okay! You put oh, they're glow sticks! You put glow sticks on jerseys! <laughs> you put, you <laughs> put green neon lights around the, the big emblem, and then when the lights go down, the D glows? That's what she said. Let's there they glow in the dark. <laughs> I'm a two-year-old. Yay! Sorry. I miss my shoe. I miss go my Go in the dark jerseys. Yay! I, I went to go try on a pair of glow in the dark sketchers, and they said, sorry, we don't have a 14 extra wide. And I was like, you son of a bitch. All right, if y'all remember from back in our season opener, our home opener per se, we did, again, the season predictions with how each team would land with their respective points leader. So we're going to go around, kind of do a recap, rehash of our own personal predictions, and I'll I'll go over, hey, who actually finished where and who actually got their their respective points leader getter. So Bobo, I know Bobo's going to start. We're going to start with the Pacific this evening. So. Yeah, the Pacific, I definitely, you know. I fucked this one up bad. Oh, fuck yeah, I fucked too. this one up yeah, bad. Yeah, me too. too. So, going from 8 to 1, I have the Flames in 8th, Mighty Ducks in 7th, Kings in 6th, Sharks in 5th, my top 4, Canucks, Seattle, um, Oilers, and topping it off, Vegas. Uh, who are the point skaters for you? So, for Calgary, I had Elias Lindholm. Ducks, I had Ryan Getzlaff. Kings, I had Quentin Byfield. Sharks, Evander Kane. Canucks, Pius Suter. I, I totally forgot that, you know, Kane started the yeah. season in San Jose. Me too. Canu- oh, man, uh, what, a, what a clusterfuck that was. Canucks, Pius Suter. Kraken, Jordan Everly. Oilers, the great Mickey D. And the Knights, Carl, William Carlson. And as for me, um, I had the Canucks in 8th, the Flames in 7th, the Kings in 6th, the Ducks in 5th, the Sharks in 4th, the Kraken in 3rd, the Oilers in 2nd, and the Golden Knights in 1st. So you and I have the exact top three. What about your point getters? Um, For the Canucks, I had Brock Besser, the Flames, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goodrow, the Kings, Anze Kopitar, the Ducks, Ryan Getzlaff. The Sharks, Thomas Hurdle. Seattle, Jordan Eberle. Oilers, Connor McDavid. And then the Golden Knights, Max Pacioretty. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Pacific, I had the Kings in eighth. The Sharks in seventh. The Flames in sixth. The Ducks in fifth. The Kraken in fourth. 
the Canucks in third, Golden Knights in second, and the Oilers taking the division. So either way, everybody had Canucks going top four. Oops. Yeah. Actually, no. Really? I, I think I'm the only one who did not I have. Four, I think all of us had all four of us had the Oilers and Knights going one and two. Yeah. Maybe flip flops, but yeah. I, I think I'm the only one who does not have Vancouver in the top four, but does have Calgary in the top four. Okay. So uh, I had you know L.A. in last place oh, with, with players. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Kopitar for the Kings, Kachur for the Sharks, Gaudreau for the Flames. I said Silverberg for the Ducks. I don't think he finished top five. Um, Jonas Donskoy for the Kraken. Also, I don't think he even finished top five. Uh, Besser for the Canucks, Marcheseau for the Golden Knights, and Drysaddle for the Oilers. All right. As I was, I was saying before I interrupted Kyle there, uh, <laughs> at L.A. and now space with Quentin Byfield leading them, San Jose in seventh with Couture. I'll uh, them Anaheim with David Backus. Fifth place is Vancouver with Brock Besser leading them. Fourth place is Seattle with Yanni. Good old Yanni Gord. Uh, third place, Calgary Flames with Johnny Hockey leading them. Second place, Edmonton with Connor McDavid. And first place was the Vegas Golden Knights with William Carlson leading them. Okay. And as a kind of, kind of a special guest... We also jotted down Ethan's predictions. We're going to yeah. go over those real quick as well. So we're each going to take a division for Ethan. So I'm going to start with his specific. Starting in eighth, he had the Sharks with Thomas Hurdle as his get, point getter. Seven, the uh, Kings with Dustin Brown. Six, the Mighty Ducks with Adam Henrique. That was a different one. That was a different one. Five, Kraken. He had Jared McCann and Jordan Everly. I think, he, I think that one was right. He, did, he, he does have a lot of doubles. Yeah, he was right on, on that one. Yeah, he has a lot of doubles. Number five, at, or number four at Knights with Marcheseau. <laughs> number three, the Flames with Nikita Zadarov and Milan Lucic. That's right. He, he, we called him fucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember, I, I listened back to it. We, we, I made the, I made, I made Wait, the bet with on. him. It gets better. Number two, he has Vancouver with Brock Besser as a point getter. And number one, he has Edmonton. He's the only one that doesn't have... Uh, Vegas as top one and two. Oh, he has really? Vegas okay. in fourth. Wow. He was close. He was pretty damn close on that one. Yeah, he was. I think he just about. That's funny. I was, I was listening back to this, <laughs> and I remember when he had made the. He had said Lucic was going. I said, if I, if I said, if Lucic is the top point getter, I'll eat an entire bag of beans. I remember. I remember that. Because <laughs> I, 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 was, I was like, I was like, there's no way in hell that's happening. We yeah, all when, he, goes, and he goes, I'm going to get shit off. I was like, you certainly did. Yeah, this morning when I was working on E, because I did my stats last night and I did Ethan's early this morning. And, well, we all kind of pitched in on Ethan's. We were all kind of hanging out here. And it was one of those things where we were all going over Ethan's stats and we were like, holy fuck, we these got a thing going here. Except the Lucci. He was pretty good up until the Lucci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not terrible. We're all like, no. Yeah, the minute. The minute Wrong. The minute. The minute Wrong. It was, I think he it was, had 10 goals, 11 assists. I yeah. think I looked at the get 21 points. It was funny because I was sitting here. Kyle looked over my shoulder. I was typing his name and he goes, why the fuck would Ethan say that? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I said, no, I think it's that set up for God. He said Lucci. <laughs> yeah. 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 All, right. all right. Now for the actual standards in the Pacific. Miles Pace with Seattle uh, Kraken. Jared McCann actually got the, the leading points getter. Okay. 49. I think Seattle was the only team in the NHL that did not have a 50 points getter oh, wow. on yeah, the roster. Eberle ended up finishing third with 44 points. Because that's who I had. had Don Squig, and I don't think he even finished top five. Yeah. So. Uh, next up, seventh place, Anaheim Ducks. Troy Terry actually got it at 67. Okay. Sixth place was the San Jose Sharks. 
Timo Meyer actually had 76. Timo. Where's Coach Your finish? Is he not even in the top three? He's in the top three. I just forget where he's at. Uh, the fifth place Vancouver Canucks, JT Miller, actually was just one shy of the, the, the century mark at 99. Oh. The fourth place Vegas Golden Knights, just missing out on their payoff spot. Uh, Jonathan Marceau has 66 points. Nice. So the third place LA Kings, who changed the payoff spot, uh, Anze Kopitar actually led it at 67. Uh, second place Edmonton, Connor McDavid at 123. And first place, the Calgary Flames, Johnny Hockey, at 115. Okay. So I got three points there, pretty much. Uh, all right, so I got... I'm going over this right real fast. I don't think three, I got four, name. five. There are six players at the top of the, the leaderboard with 100-plus points. Oh, wow. Okay. The, the lowest was 106. I, uh, yeah. both, both I, might, in Atlanta. I got three of uh, I might have to right? go. I got three of the players. I don't think I, got, I didn't get a single player, like a single team I, position, right? I got one. I think I got one right for my, uh, and Ethan for his, he got the Knights. He got. He got uh, Don, he got uh, McCann, right? He got McCann. He got. Uh, and those were, oh, and he got he got Marsha so with Vegas. He got McCann or Kraken. Yeah, McCann with Kraken, and McDavid with the Oilers. So Ethan has three. Three, three as well. I also got three. Yeah, so I. And I get three as well. Yeah, so I think I had just the one with McDavid because I put Carlson for Vec for Knights. I didn't think Marsha so was gonna go yeah, higher was... like that this year. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's move on to the central. Boba, who do you have for your central? All right, so. I have, again, stars dropping the very bottom because I wasn't expecting a bounce back here. So you guys can make fun of me this season. You're, for it. You're, you proved us wrong last year, but we proved you wrong this year. Yeah. <laughs> so I have Rupe Hints with the stars going on eighth. Who? Yeah. Who? His name is actually Rope Heinz. We just put a little Italian flair on it. <laughs> is it actually pronounced Rope Heinz? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> He's, that's definitely a Swedish name if I've ever fucking heard one. Uh, seven, the Coyotes with Johan Larson, which I think I fucked that up last season because I don't think he was ever a Coyote. Yeah. I don't remember. He was, yeah. was he? Because one of you guys said something about that, and you said he was. Anyways, uh, Johnny Tate. No, Heinz is a you know Pittsburgh catcher product. That's Heinz, not Heinz. <laughs> if you go to Germany, it's called Pints. Fucking hard. Yeah, because Pints <laughs> is fucking beer. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Here's the Not over the laptop, dumb fuck. Cheers, <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, six, Chicago with Johnny Taze. Five, Wild with Kirill Kaprizov. I put Kaprill. Oops. Uh, fourth, St. Louis with Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, third, I had Nashville. And you guys, ca- I remember you guys kind of picked on me for this one. I had Nashville coming into third place with Philip Forsberg. Oh, you're going to pick on me. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, I have sh- I have Colorado take a fucking wild guess. Mr. Mac-Man. Mr. Fucking Mac with double cheese. And number one, I actually had the Jets. I thought the Jets were going to have another bounce back here. And I had Shifley for the Jets. With cheese. Yeah. It's actually a McDouble with che- a Mac double with cheese. Thank you very much for your for your players. Who did you? Did you I, I just went through all of them. Oh, did you go through the players? Too? So yeah. I did. Okay. So. Yeah. All right, Jeffy. Oh shit! On to you. Um. It didn't do anything. You're good. For the number eight spot, I had the Arizona Coyotes. Um, and then for the player, I had Phil Kessel. Um, 
seventh place, I had the National Predators and Phil Forsberg being the um, point scatter for them. Number six, um, the Dallas Stars and Jamie Benn. Um, the fifth place, the Chicago Blackhawks with Patrick Kane being the lead scorer, points getter. Number four, I had the Minnesota Wild with Cairo Capri Kaprizov. Um, the win and number three, I had the Winnipeg Jacks with Mark Scheifele. And third, the, um, the, and then number two, the St. Louis Blues with Vladimir Tarasenko. And then number one, the Colorado Avalanche with Nathan McKinnon. Wow, you, I think, I feel like you yeah, had, had a lot of the same there. Yeah. You definitely, you and I, A, we had a lot of the same players. And B, I think you just about nailed the Central. Almost. Almost. I did it, because in eighth place I had fucking Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> I said Mikkel Granlin was going to be the top point getter. Who? Number seven, I had the Coyotes <laughs> with Clayton Keller being the top point getter. Uh, St. Louis in sixth with O'Reilly being the top point Jesus getter. Jesus Christ, I'm supposed to put St. Louis that well. Uh, I know. I, I fucked up the Central pretty bad, too. <laughs> Uh, Saint, yeah, uh, Minnesota Wild had them in fifth, just missing the playoffs. Yeah, uh, that's right. I had the Blackhawks squeaking in as a wild card at fourth with Patrick Kane. The Stars in third with Radulov. The Jets in second with Kyle Connor. And the Avalanche taking the division with Nathan McKinnon. Mac with double cheese. Alright, moving on to not Bobo's dumb comments. No, 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 no. I actually had the Coyotes in last pace with Louis Erickson leading the pack. Uh, seventh place, the Jets with uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois leading. The sixth place, St. Louis Blues with Ryan O'Reilly. Se- uh, fifth place is Nashville Predators with Matt Duchesne. Fourth place is uh, Chicago Blackhawks with Tyler Johnson. Third place, Minnesota with Erickson Eck. Second place, Dallas with Joe Pavelski. No, not Joe, but Joe Dumbass. Just regular Joe Pavelski. <laughs> and, and leading the Central is number one. Colorado Avalanche with Nate Mack. But I like I Mr. forgot you put Tyler Johnson for Chicago. But I knew I that was a hot take and a half one when you had said that to begin with. Yeah, he's not even in the top five. <laughs> All right, now we have Jeffy and, doing um, the central. For Ethan. For, for Ethan. Ethan. Um, Ethan had the Chicago Blackhawks then coming in number eight with Kirby Dock. Seventh place was the, he put the Dallas Stars with Joe Pavelski. Pavelski, not Jumbo Joe, but Pavelski. Jumbo Joe Jr. So not so not so Jumbo Joe. There you go. Not so Jumbo Joe Pavelski. Number six was the St. Louis Blues with. He kind of he had two down here, Brennan Shannon and Pavel Butsnevich. Wait, who? He had. Braden Shen and Pavel Buchnevich. Braden Shen. I, I heard Shen. Brand, Brandon Shen, and I was yeah. like, what? I, I was Shen. like, what? Braden Shen. Shen, yeah. Um, fifth place was he had the National Predators with Matt Duchesne and um, Marcus Johansson. Um, fourth place, the Minnesota Wild with Joel Eckerson. Erickson X. And then third place, he had. The Winnipeg Jets with Mark Shafley and Pierre um, Luke DeBlois. And then second, um, the Arizona Coyotes with Phil Kessel and Jay Beagle. 
Man, that was another hot take. Yeah. Arizona, you know, finishing pa- in a top seven oh, yeah. in, in the conference. And then number one, he had the Colorado Avalanche with Nathan McKinnon and Darren um, Helm. Yeah. Okay, moving on to... Wait, no, I have to go over the actual... Actual, actual ones, My yeah. Name. So, all right. Chill, lady, chill. All right, so last place, to nobody's surprise, we have the Arizona Coyotes. I'm sorry. To Ethan's surprise, we have the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> Oh, we have Kate Octane Keller at 63. Seventh place, the Chicago Blackhawks with Patty Kane. Uh, seventh place, uh, sixth place, sorry, Winnipeg Jets, Kyle Connor, 92 points. Wow. Uh, fifth place, clinching the second wild card spot, Nashville Predators. Take a guess who's the leader. Yeah. Was it Greenland? No. Nope. It's defenseman captain Roman Yossi. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was oh, at ninety ninety six points. With the fir- first defenseman in a long what like fifteen years to get plus ninety points or something like that. In a long in time, a very long. He killed it this year, man. Uh, fourth place clinching the first wild card spot is Dow- the Dallas Stars. Joe Pavelski uh, leading them at eighty one points. Wow. Third place Vladimir Tarasenko at eighty two, uh, leading the St. Louis Blues. Second place is the Minnesota Wild, Kapriel Kaprizov, at 108 points. 108. I knew he was going to be good, man. I think he was going to be that good. Damn. And not, not to anybody's surprise, the conference-seeding uh, Colorado Avalanche uh, takes first place, not only in the division, but in the conference. Um, Miko Rantanen actually has 92 wow. points. Oh, it wasn't McKinnon. I thought it was. Okay. He's wasn't, the second. Yeah, uh, Rantanen. Uh, McKinnon wasn't too far off, but like Granton was 92. I got five points in that one. I got oh. Keller, Kaprizov, Kane, Kyle Connor, and then Aval- the Avalanches. Please, man. I at least got Kane. I at least got um, Tarasenko. Um, I got Tarasenko. I don't think – actually, I don't think Ethan got any. No, uh, he, he didn't do that well. My division. Yeah, I, was saying, I, don't, <laughs> think I, got, I don't think Ethan had any because he had three he, in the he Pacific. He had McKinnon. McKinnon didn't get – Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he had Hawaii. three in the Pacific, and then he had zero in the Central, which, you know, I mean, but yet again, half of Ethan's were hot takes. Yeah. Myself, I had... I'm not surprised for Ethan and his hot takes. <laughs> for Johnny. I think Ethan's kind Mr. of... Mr. Mina, Nick Teach is going to be the top scorer on Calgary. Three. I want to punch him, though. I, I love you, Ethan, but that All was right. like, stupid. Yeah, I love you, Ethan, but God, <laughs> yeah, God. so I got... I got three in the central because I had McKenna or not Mc, not Mac, Mac. I'm sorry, you guys would have just said that. I had Tara, not, not uh, double quarter pounder. Yeah, I had Tarasenko and uh, uh, Kaprizov because I had so I got two points because I put Shifley for my jet. All right, moving on to the east, the Metro. Bobo kicks off, buddy. Yeah, mine. I don't know how. I don't know. <laughs> Mine's like a 50-50 shot, I think. So starting at 8, I have New Jersey with Travis uh, Zajac as my scorer. 7, I have the BJs with Patrick Laine. 6, I have the Bluecoats with Alexis Lafreniere. 5th, I have the Canes with Sebastian Ajo. The Canes. The Canes. Yeah, why do you think I said that Canes first before I said Ajo? Fucking asshole. And fourth place, this one I was real close. Fourth place, I had the Pens, and I had Crosby taking the point scorer. Third place, I had Philly with Claude Giroux. Second place, I had the Isles with Anthony Bouvillier. 
And taking it all, I had Washington in the great eight as my top goal getter. And then as for me, um, coming in number eight, I had the New Jersey Devils with Jack Hughes being um, number seven. I I had the Columbus Blue Jackets with Patrick Laine. Um Sixth place, I had the New York Rangers with Mika Sabanajad. Um, fifth place was the Philadelphia Flyers with JVR. Fourth place was the Pittsburgh Penguins with Brian Russ. Third place was the Hurricanes with Sebastian Ajo. And then second place was Alec, the Capitals with Alex Ovechkin. And then the number one, I had the New York Islanders with Matthew, Matthew Barzell. Mashu? Is that like a mix of a cashew and a fucking... In eighth place, I also had the Devils. I had Thomas the Tater Tata being... Being the, the top point getter, Tommy Tanner. In seventh, I had the Blue Coats. I had the Rangers with uh, Artemi Panarin. Sixth, I had the CBJ Blue Jackets with Boone Jenner being the top point getter. Ooh. In fifth, I had the Flyers with Cam Atkinson being the top point getter. The Hurricanes, I had in fourth with Svechnikov being the top point getter. The Penguins, I had third with Gensel and Crosby tying. The Islanders in second with Anders Lee. In the Capitals in first with Alex Xander Ovechkin. Okay. All right, I guess it's my turn. I face Devils with uh, Nico Heischer. The seventh place Blue Jackets have uh, Jakub Voracek. Six, sixth place, uh, New York Rangers with Mika. Fifth place Flyers with uh, Kame Atkinson. Fourth place Capitals with Nick Backstrom. Third place Cap Penguins. I thought he was going to have a bounce back here, and I thought wrong was on Jason Zucker. Uh, second place, the Islanders have Matt Barzell, and first place, Carolina, have uh, Jasper Kokaniemi. Uh, for Ethan in the Metro, he had also had exact same eighth place, Devils, and Thomas Tatar. Seventh, Blue Jackets, with Jack Roslovic. Sixth place, Rangers, with Mika Zibanejad. <clears throat> the fifth place, Flyers, with Sean Couturier and Derek Broussard. The fourth place, Islanders, with Casey Sezikas. Third place Penguins with Zach Aston Reese. Uh, second place Hurricanes with Tavo Taravainen. And of course, first place Capitals with Alexander Ovechkin. So most of you guys were right with some of the stuff. I mean, some of the players at least. Uh, I, I know we all kind of got our, our top four. Well, one of the teams in the top four mixed up. Yeah. So going on, eighth place, the Philadelphia Flyers. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Travis Konechny actually leads the team. Uh, the seventh place, New Jersey Devils, Jesper Bratt, they had the team. Who? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, sixth place, Jakub Voracek, uh, led the team for the Columbus Blue Jackets. The fifth place, Islanders, actually had a tie for the leading score. Both Brock Nelson and Matt Barzell led the team. Fourth place, who actually got the second wild card spot, the Washington Capitals, Alex Ovechkin, led the team. Not a big surprise. Kyle, it's actually right with with the players. With I got the Penguins. Exactly. Not only did I get the Penguins being in third right, I got the Gensel and Crosby tying correct. Yeah, I Pitt, saw that earlier. Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh got the third third place spot. Uh, both Gensel and Crosby both have eighty four points respectively. Second place is actually the Bluecoats of New York. Ontario Panarin, Panarin. Uh, you know he got ninety six points for the Bluecoats. And first place, the Carolina Hurricanes, led by none other than. There, Sebastian Ajo. When it comes to the point getters, I only got 
Two of them. I got Correct. three on that one. Mm. I got two. Point getters, I got four technically with Getzel and Crosby. Yeah. Tying, and then Ovechkin and Panarin. Yeah. I had Aho, I had Crosby, I had Judge Crosby, I had Ovi. And those were my top three. Those were my three. I mean, technically, you got a point with Crosby. I, that's what the I said. The only thing Ethan got right, he got Ovechkin's points and the Devils' placement. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> all he got right. <laughs> yeah, mine was literally like, as I was reading through it on my phone, it was and one of those. Right too, sorry. It was one of those things where, like, the bottom four or the bottom five, I was like, literally, if I would have flip flopped them, I would have got it right. What place did the Jackets come in? Six or seven? Uh, and I put him at seven. Yeah, te- technically I put him at. Se- I went with Bobo. I technically put them at seventh when they got six. I I actually got three of the top four right. Who was their top point getter again? Blue Jackets. Uh, Voracek actually. Voracek. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. We got the Atlantic Division. Bobo. All right, so I have the Senators with Connor Brown in eighth. Detroit at seven with Aveg- uh, Evgeny Svechnikov. Third place, Buffalo with Eric Stahl. Or sixth place, I'm sorry. Fifth place, I have the Leafs with Matthews. Fourth place, I have the Panthers with Brett Connolly. Third place, I have Montreal with uh, Cole Caulfield. Second place, I have Tampa with Anthony Sorelli. And number one, I have the Big Bad Bruins with the Big Fat Rat. <laughs> Um, for me, I had the Buffalo Sabres coming in eighth with Kyle Opozo. Um, um, seventh place, I had the Ottawa Senators with Connor Brown. Sixth place, I had the Detroit Red Wings with Dylan Larkin. Fifth place, I had the Montreal Canadiens with Nick Suzuki. Fourth place, I had the Florida Panthers with Jonathan Huberdeau. And in third place, I had the Toronto Maple Leafs with Austin Matthews. Second place, I had the Boston Bruins with David Pasta, Pasternak. And then I had number one, your defending two-time back-to-back champions, Tampa Bay with Brandon Poit. I had eighth place, the Senators. I had Brady Kachuk taking the, the point, the point crown. Uh, seventh, I had the Sabres with Dylan Cousins. Uh, yeah, that was one of my weird ones. Uh, sixth place, I had the Panthers with Alexander Barkov. Okay. Fifth place, I had the yes, I put the Red Wings to be higher than the Panthers. Good job, Kyle. Um, <laughs> fifth place, the Red Wings with Dylan Larkin. Uh, fourth place, Canadians with Cole Caulfield. Third place, Toronto Maple Leafs with Austin Matthews. Second place, Boston Bruins with David Pasternak. And the first place, Tampa Bay Lightning with Nikita Gucci. Can I ask a question? Am I the only one so far who's put Lightning at number two? Because I put Boston over Tampa. I did as well. Did you? Yeah. I didn't. Okay, I didn't catch that. So, all right, moving on. I'll actually do Ethan's first before I move on to mine. Okay. Um, Ethan, uh, not surprising to anybody, he put the eighth place Sabers. With wipe the shock off my face. <laughs> or with uh, Jeff Skinner lead, and all <laughs> leading them. He, I want to call him stupid for this. The seventh place Toronto Maple Leafs with Austin Matthews leading them. Sixth place. Uh, Ottawa Senators with Drake Batherson. Who? I think he had a decent year with them. He did. He had, last year he was, I definitely heard his name a lot last year while we were recording. I just didn't really know yeah, who he was. I think he was a rookie last year. Yeah. All right, fifth place, Detroit with Dylan Larkin leading them. Fourth place, Montreal 
the third place Boston Bruins, Boston, with uh, uh, either Bergeron or Marshawn leading them. Second place, he has Florida, with uh, Johnny Huberdeau leading them. And the first place, Tampa Bay Lightning, with Coochie Coochie Coo leading them. And then I had eighth place Senators, or not Senators, eighth place Buffalo, sorry, with the seventh place Senators, sixth place Detroit Red Wings, fifth place uh, Montreal Canadiens, fourth place I actually had Toronto, so suck a dick, Ethan. <laughs> uh, third, third place I had the Florida Panthers, second place I had Tampa Bay with Nikita Kucherov, and the first place Bastion Bruins with uh, Patty B leading the way. Okay. From the actual standings So actual, last place, not surprising, Nick Suzuki at 61 points. The seventh place, Ottawa Senators, Brady Kachuk at 67 points. The sixth place, Detroit Red Wings, Dill Larkin, Larkin, yes, Larkin at 69 points. <laughs> nice. I haven't put that down in my notes. As you can tell, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, the fifth place, fifth place! Uh, Buffalo. Sabres got fifth. They got fifth. Wow. Well, ever since they got rid of the cancer and Jack Eichel, yeah. you know. Who was their top point getter? Uh, Tate Thompson. 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 Okay, I should have figured that one. Uh, fourth place with the first wild card spot in the East, the Boston Bruins. Brad Marchand leads the way. Third place, Tampa Bay. No, so get get this straight, okay? The top three points getters for the respective teams in the Atlantic all broke 100 points. Uh, third place, Tampa Bay, Steve Stamkos with 106. Second place, Toronto Maple Leafs with Austin Matthews at 106. And the first place, and your presence trophy winner, Florida Panthers with Jonathan Huberdeau at 110 points. I got one point out of that. Said, who was can the Canadian's top scorer? Nick Suzuki. I got one point he, out of actually that. Actually, he surprisingly now. came back after his battle. He did. He, sure he finished second. Um, um, but... I had, for the points getter, I at least had three. Yeah, I had, I had three. Yeah. Ethan has five. Nice. Yeah, because Ethan got uh, Huberdeau, Marshawn, Suzuki, Larkin, and Matthews. See, I would have had my bottom, because pretty much my top. Pretty much I had... My Atlantic was pretty much flip swapped quite a bit. Like, yeah, so was mine. I had a lot of teams that like, were off by, a, you know, either by one position or yeah, two like positions. Yeah, I put Buffalo in six instead of rock bottom, and I was like, man, I should have. And it was funny because when we were first talking about it, I had Buffalo in fifth originally, and then I was like, after we saw them play, they definitely had a strong sense to them. But they, I'm like, they're not playoff worthy so I'm like maybe I'll put him in fifth just missing that wild card, second wild card seed even though they're, they're not farther off than what we want to give yeah, credit for well, I know I know and then I was like no because there's a lot of other great teams in the Atlantic and I was like man I can't you know so anyways <laughs> alright and now on to their second and last topic of the evening with the Stanley Cup playoffs starting tomorrow Monday the second, um, I, I have a question to, to go off. You know, before we do our own personal brackets here, it's uh, would you rather? So there are four options here among the four major sports in North America. Uh, the first one is, 
score the Super Bowl winning touchdown in OT, or hit the walk-off home run to win, win the World Series, or to hit a buzzer beater to win an uh, NBA championship, or score the Stanley Cup winning goal in overtime in Game 7. All right, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to go the buzzer beater of hoops. Really? I don't watch basketball a lot, but to me, that would just have a lot more sensation. <laughs> you know, clock's winding down, and there's five of you on the court, and you're just kind of sitting there, and it clock's counting down three, two, and it swishes right as it goes. Okay, I can, I, now that you explain it that way, like, and then like, you like have every, and like, then you have everybody surrounding you like, dude, holy fuck, you did it. And they, I don't know what the NBA trophy is called. You know, I don't remember what it's called. But it's like, then you get, oh, they cut off the net, they put it around the golden basketball, and you're like, I fucking did this. You know, and when hockey, you put it that and, way, like buzzer beater, and, that is pretty cool. Like you hockey, can, you can yeah, see the clock winding exactly. down. Exactly. You know, in hockey, football, you can't. hockey, it doesn't you, necessarily. Exactly. It could be a buzzer beater, but exactly. It so you really can't have to tell. Be. You know, you have that in basketball. You have your shot clock. If shot clock sets for 25 seconds, that gives you 25 seconds to go from one end of the court to the other. It's a five-on-five five game. So normally, you have your point card start with the ball. It takes probably 10 seconds to get to half court. You have 15 seconds left on the clock. You're trying to get open. You're like, boom, three-pointer hit zero. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Congratulations, you but, just won the ball. But at the same point, like, understanding where you guys are coming from, obviously if You're going to go Stanley Cup, aren't you? You know. Yeah. Cause the, the I would say with that, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out the Super Bowl. This I wouldn't rather. Yes. The only yeah, problem... Even, even baseball, man. Like. Yeah, well, baseball... The only thing that I mean, worries me about n- baseball... None of those feats are easy to do. No, I mean, honestly, no, no, I hate uh-uh. to say the, easy, the easiest one to do might be scoring the, the goal in hockey. Yeah. But h- hitting a home run is never easy. S- no. Scoring a, a three-pointer buzzer beater is never, never easy. easy. But as they... Again, I'm going to be biased here. As they say, like, the, the Stanley Cup is the hardest trophy to yeah. win. All oh, sports. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I, I don't give a fuck what sport you play. Like, again, that, this me being biased. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's tough. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to... Be same thing with Colin. I think winning the game-winning goal in overtime to win See, the stand, the stand, game seven, yeah. Um, yeah. You're you're not only the OT win, um, hero, but you're the you yeah. are officially the ones that helped win the Stanley Cup for your yeah. team. You're, you're the cup hero, pretty yeah. much. You're an Anthony Sorrell. Well, you're you're, yeah. you're going to be a, a, a Patrick well, Hornquist back in 2017. You're that hero. You're yeah. The, well, um, Alex but, Martinez of yeah. the 2014 LA Kings. Like that's. Like your your name is going to go down as one of the best in history to help you to hoist North Stanley Cup. No, Stanley's we forgot about Patrick Kane. Yeah, twenty ten. Yeah, well, suck the fires. <laughs> well, the only reason I said hoop was again you can see that shot clock, because I feel like you know again I watch. I'll be I'll be honest with y'all. I watch NBA playoffs. I think because, which one would know, I personally rather do is the hockey. But which yeah. one would I honestly personally probably watch would probably be the basketball. basketball. Like, that would be very exciting. Yeah. Like, it's oh, hell yeah. seeing the clock wind down. Oh, absolutely. You know, like... There, there is a lot... I feel like there is a lot more pressure going on with NBA because you can actually see the clock. See, can yeah. I get that shot off That's what I was going to say. Where, whereas, you know, I, I know yeah, every like, other sport basketball, you can. The, the timer's right there That's above hoop. Yeah, exactly. I kind of have to say this NBA story real quick because since we're talking about this... Um, Back in, hockey tw- turns to basketball, back in one. 2016, when it was Game Seven, the Cavaliers against Golden State. That Isn't it LeBron who put in the I don't I don't know. It was Kyrie. 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 That's it. 
and then uh, Cavaliers just yeah. shut, them, shut them down defensively. Yeah. And like you, you but, saw, you saw LeBron actually break down because you know he, being, being you he know just have, yeah being oh, right yeah. Out, born right outside of Cleveland. And, he, pro- and then yeah. he said when he came back, he promised Cleveland a championship. Yeah. And, you know, um, so, for, first time in what fifty years, right? Fifty. Yeah. That was only their and thing that was so special about I think that, that was their first one or their second my, one. My my dad was a my dad was more of a basketball fan than I was. Not only did I get to watch that game seven with him, it was also on Father's Day that day. So we kind of. That's awesome. So we kind of got to. I kind of got to experience. Not yeah. only my dad seen the, his, Cavaliers win it yeah. for the, in his first time in his fran- his life, but my time as yeah. well. That's so awesome. Was, I, I know. I know. My mom broke down as a as an all out Cleveland fan. Like yeah. She she broke down like holy shit like we actually they yeah. actually did it. So. My dad and then did it was the, that same year that the Indians were what one game away from winning yeah, the series. World series. Yeah. yeah. They lost in the yeah, my account. my dad did and that. And that was another. It was kind of cool. Uh, I got to see the Penguins do that with my dad. Yeah, like uh, my dad was my both my parents were born and raised in Pittsburgh, and like my dad is like me with both with basketball. He loves the Steelers. He loves football, but he only watches playoff hockey. <clears throat> and him and I were watching. I think it was '06. I was probably eight, and he's like, "If the Penguins are in the playoff, I'll watch it. That's my hometown." And I think it was game six when Penguins won the cup, and he looked at me and he goes, dude. You didn't win the cup in 06. What year? Oh, seven? Oh, nine. Oh, nine. So I was about 11. And he looked at me and he goes, dude, we did it. I'm like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's right in front of me. Duh. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean he did it? And he fucking threw his arms at the end. He's like, fucking hey, let's go. And I'm like, and me being an 11 year old not watching a lot of hockey, I'm like, uh, the fuck just happened? <laughs> and. You know, he and my mom were all happy, go lucky, celebrating, and he's like, "Yeah, the Penguins just won the championship." And I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I remember I was down. So my my mom went to college with you know a, a person who lives in Pittsburgh, and her and her husband. Uh, so they live on the south side of Pittsburgh. And I remember. South side. Uh, I remember going down, and you know, it. You know, we went down. You know, game that that night was you know game two, uh, Capitals and Penguins, and like they. they Everybody was sweating because you know that, that infamous dueling hat trick between Ovi and Sid that night, and like, they they were all sweating, they were they were drinking like holy shit, like is 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 this actually happening? As you know, Freddie Mercury would say, "Is this real life or is this you know fantasy?" Because it, this is actually happening in front of our eyes. Yeah, they they were sh- no joke shitting themselves. Oh, I know, I know, and I, I thought I thought they were gonna have like a legit heart attack. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right. But, so, all right. I on. didn't mean to bring basketball into a hockey podcast, but... But uh, it's not, that's not like a question or anything. So. I know, but still, it's a hockey podcast. Right. All right, moving on. Uh, Bobo, who do... All right, so let's start with the bracket. Let's start okay. with the, uh, the the first one. I think it's Colorado and Nashville. So, I have Colorado in six games. I think Nashville's going to put up a fight. I really I do. Think so. I think I they're don't. no pun I mean, intended. Look, they're looking, gonna. I mean, they 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 destroy them in every category. They had 119 points compared to 97. Avalanche averaged 3.79 goals per game compared to the Nashville's 3.19. Um, Net Colorado only allowed 2.82 compared to Nashville's 3.03. Um, Nashville is actually just had better bet bitter on the power play at 24.6 to 24.4, but. Colorado was a tad bit better on the penalty kill at 79.2 to 79.0. And you got to keep in mind, like, Cone probably will 
say this now, but you also got to think with goaltending with Nashville. And I'll yeah, let we, Colin explain that since we, he wanted to mention it earlier. Yeah, UC Soros. Obviously, like I said earlier in the episode, UC Soros is out you know, six to eight weeks yeah, with, with injury. And that, that's, that's going to hurt. With, with that being said, I got Colorado in no more than five. Yeah, I put, well, I put, also put Colorado. Okay, I put Colorado. The, the five. only I can, reason one of the only series I can see us week. The only reason I said six is because there's a total different mentality with playoff hockey than there is regular oh, yeah, season. Yeah, we say that every year. Yeah, it's, but it's one of those things where if Colorado, say Colorado's up two games to none, all right, and Nashville wins game three, fucking four three in a shootout. There's no shootouts in. Or I'm sorry, 4-3 in, yeah, four three in overtime. And it's one of those things where Nashville is like, you know, Nashville kind of gets that kick of reality, and they're like, holy shit, we won game three. We're still alive. That's going to want to keep the train rolling. Say they win game four, and they force game six. You know, if you know, they might. Force one last game back Exactly. They won but two games, force a game in Nashville. If UC was in it, I might have a different opinion, yeah. but if well, UC Soros is going to be out, it's going to be no one. Okay, but even if okay, but even if they lose in Nashville, it's one of those things where it's like they made it game six, they put up a fight. They're going to go, to, they're going to go tooth and nail. No pun intended. I know that's one thing with um, Colorado. I mean, Colorado's going to probably no problem with Nashville, but when they when they go to, was it going to be game three and four in Nashville? Yeah, game yeah. four would be um, Nashville. Um, that's the one, only probably the one thing Colorado's gonna have is how loud um, Bridgestone is. Yeah, like, it's gonna be the fans that's gonna probably and, and that's maybe why, get to them. That's that why one. I say it might they might get it for one game, like Game Three. Nashville might come out swinging, but by Game Four, Colorado's gonna get used to it and. Yeah, oh, you know, big fucking whoop! It's not it's an Asheville crowd. That's something they haven't seen in a while. Yeah. With how. Like Kyle said, how about uh, Bridgestone Arena is actually going to be a... Yeah. I, I got I, I to gotta side with Kyle. Uh, Colorado yeah. on five. I also have to agree. Colorado <sighs> the, I'm debating five. if I want to edit my bracket or if I want to keep it at six. I don't know. Do I want to be the odd man you out? You still or have no? Colorado winning, though? Yes. Okay, but you say... You I still have seven. Colorado, but I'm like, you know, listening to all the, the all three of you talk, I'm like, do I want to change it to five or do I want to go risky and just keep it six? Worst case scenario, I don't win. You know, but it's like listening to all your guys' points of view. It's like, fuck, you know. You know what? I'm gonna say ballsy. I'm gonna go six. All right. So, uh, next matchup: Minnesota and St. Louis. And all all over Facebook and a couple of the group chats, I got a lot of fucking heat for this. Minnesota and seven. You got heat for that, really? I got heat for that because they said, "Oh, Minnesota's a or not Minnesota. St. Louis is a much better team all around." All this, all that, like I we, mean, looking man. looking at the, the the stats comparison, there's very very close. I know Minnesota's points of, is at 111 to 109. I know goals well, per game. St. Louis is up 3.77 to 3.72. There's it, a well, but but their St. Louis's penalty kill is otherworldly. That's where I got. Well, that's oh, where I got. So here's my concern with that series, for St. Louis. Which goalie are they going to start? Are they going to start with the Jordan Bennington, who's been, you know... Or Vile Huso. You know, uh, consistently inconsistent. You know, he, he's one of the guys that... He, he can carry to stay in the cup like he did back in 2018. Mm. But like, they're, they're back... Huso, yeah. but, but their backup, you know, hasn't really seen much playoff time. He's only seen one game of playoff time ever in his career. Mm. So, like, and then, wh- wh- which goaltender are you going to see and which side of said goaltender are you going to see? Okay, here... Th- this one, I, I did put St. Louis in seven. 
Okay. It's gonna be a uh, tough fought seven. Let's see this. I'm gonna be honest with you. What I would do if I were St. Louis, I'd start Bennington game one, Huso game two, and see who performs the better game. Because game one and game two don't technically really matter. So it's one of those things where say Bennington loses six to three. And Huso well, shuts it's in. Up, but say, say Bennington starts game one and they only lose two to one. Okay, you, say you Huso. Bennington yeah. again. But say Huso shuts. Get up the two. Say Huso shuts him out three zero. Huso has that better game. Do you want to start the one who got you the shutout, or do you want to start the one who let two goals slide? Yeah. And, and so like, that's what I'm saying. Like if say, know, say, oh, say Bennington starts game one, they only lose two to one. You're really gonna put in Huso because he only gave up two goals. I would at least and say, boom! Oh, Huso goes on and loses five okay. to nothing. And boom! You're down two games to nothing. Well, I mean, I see where you're coming from. Maybe start Huso game one just so we can get a taste but of it, what it, playoff it of what playoff hockey is like. Let him get that feel. Let him let that reality at, kick in. At this in. point, I just yeah. I just say start Bennington. Start the player yeah. that has the most has the most yeah. experience. The yeah, veteran experience. Here, here's already my, has a cup under his belt. Here's my other counter to that. Look at what Vegas did last year. I mean, Florida was on a hot streak up until the third round. The playoffs. And then, no, up until the third round. Oh. And when when they started Leonard, they got, the Vegas got blown out of the water. Out of a cold. Seven, seven to nothing or something? Seven yeah. to nothing. Vin, yeah. Robin Leonard got blown out of the friggin' water. I know. Because they, that is one, one, one loss is what ended up putting them behind. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's what. The series. And they're fucking them. So yeah. I mean, and at that point. Tough, like, man. Uh, yeah, well. And you gotta think, Len, Leonard had no. No experience. Had, I know. I know. They had or very, very little. Very little. So Huso and Leonard. So, anyways. So pretty much yeah. looking at. You have the. You're gonna say the same thing as Colin. Start Bennington all the way through. Yes. If Bennington remains hot, then start well, Bennington. Okay. Save it's the first three games. He gives up five goals in each of the three. Yeah. Start Huso game four. Yeah. But the reason. <sighs> That's, oh the reason God, I so got. Hard. The reason I got heat for saying Minnesota in seven because of what Kyle said with the playoffs. Where they were or not playoffs power uh, penalty kills on power plays. Well, but St. Louis's penalty and kills were ridiculous. I know, and like we, I'm one goal like, every ten power plays. Like, yeah, oh like cool. there's all of us are in multiple Facebook group chats about just hockey, and the one dude you guys all saw my comment. The one dude posted, you know, about the first game. They said who's going to win immediately. I said St. Louis in seven. He said Brandon, you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm crazy? Minnesota's a young team, and they, ha- and they have a bunch of young, great stars on their lineup. And he goes, St. Louis is just a better team all around. He's like, I have St. Louis in five. I was going to say, before Bobo doesn't shut up, Jeffy, who do you got winning this? I have Minnesota in seven. What about you, Colin? You said St. Louis in seven? Yep. All right, Kyle. And my biggest thing this is... tough, man. And my biggest are, thing is... Are you going to tie it, or are you going to seal it? Are you gonna Are you gonna tie it or are you gonna? It's gonna be seven games. Okay, who's I have taking for it? the second year in a row Minnesota being heartbroken in Game Seven. Wow! So I'm gonna say St. Louis and seven. Right, go, so baby, tying it. It's tough. It is tough, all right. man. Do I, I feel like that matchup, regardless of preseason, regular season, postseason, is always gonna be an entertaining matchup, oh, yeah. regardless of the outcome. But like, and you fair they put both in. The series between Minnesota and St. Louis this year, they put on some good good games this oh, yeah. year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Obviously, yeah. St. Louis what has the Wilds number this season, but yeah. it's, it's, close. it's tough. It's close. Three to one. Oh, yeah. But yeah. All right, let's move on to the uh, the Pacific this time. Uh, so, for, first one of the two, 
the Calgary Flames hosting the Dallas Stars. I, say, one, I don't think there's too much room for argument on this one, honestly. Cal- Calgary, but it's not I'm going to say six. I'm going to say Dallas does put up a more of a fight than, say, Nashville will against Colorado. I'm, I'm going to say Calgary in six. I, uh, I said Calgary in five. Is it five? I only see Dallas winning one game. I see them maybe winning game so one. You, you see Nashville without UC Saros putting up a better fight than Dallas. Yes. It's a hot take. I'm going to stop shooting because he's been right about Dallas before, so I'm going to shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Maybe I'm Here's... a secret Dallas Stars fan. You never know. I'm wearing a Penguins jersey, but maybe underneath it I have a big Dallas Stars jersey. Here's my only thing. Go back to uh, 2020 and the playoff bubble. Where Dallas lost. No, Dallas won. They, they crushed Calgary. Calgary has, Calgary has their number. I'm going to say Calgary, but in five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Calgary's penalty kill is also otherworldly at 82.9%. Oh, yeah. yeah. They scored well, 3.58 goals a game, only allowed 2.5 a game. But Dallas allows up well, to 3 yeah. a game, scores under 3 a game. I mean, their, their power play is pretty, per, pretty close, pretty even. But yeah, again, Calgary's power play or penalty kill is ridiculous. Yeah, so. well, and the reason I have the Flames in 5, Dallas is going to win game 1 because I think they're in Dallas. No. No? no. Okay, Calgary. so they're going to win game 1 away. I think they're going to win game one in Flames territory. And then Flames is going to be like, oh, yeah, fuck you guys. We're running both the bars in your turn home. Turn up the heat. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, fuck you guys. We're, go- you know, we're going to win both of our games in your home. And so, they're going to. So, so we all agree that that's Calgary. Yeah. Calgary is going to win. I can't tell you how much I hate you. They're going to turn up the heat. I mean, hey, worst, ca- hey, worst case scenario, he gets burned. All right, finally, Edmonton taking on the Los Angeles Kings. Now, my, my main concern here is we saw how McDavid and Drysaddle performed in the playoffs last year. And they got a combined two points in four games. They choked Are it. we going to see that again, or are they going to want to show the world what they actually got? Personally, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to see that they, they're actually going to turn up the heat. They're going to continue their, their point streak from the regular season and actually do something in the playoffs once. You think? I'm saying Edmonton in six. Um, I said Edmonton in seven. Because, going off what Kyle said, you know... This with, one is a lot harder than I thought, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I look at it, and I want to look at, like, kind of look at the well, comparisons. If you, well, if you even think about it, you have two greats like McDavid and Dreisaitl, but, but on the I mean, other another end... One, another one team's penalty kill is great, but their Edmonton's power play is ridiculous at 26.1%. You're scoring once every four times you're on the power play. That That's ridiculous. Um, but they're pretty much complete opposite teams. L.A. started the year on fire and kind of went downhill. Edmonton started the year kind of not on the best ter- best of terms and was on fire the second half of the season, so they're com- complete opposite teams. It's just what te- which side of each team are we going to see? Are we going to see the first half Oilers or the second half Oilers? Are we going to see the first half Kings or the second half Kings? Another big thing is, like we said, with obviously we saw what happened with McDavid and Drysaddle last year dominated the right, the whole season. Then, then you also got to remember how choked. how ridiculous Connor Hellenbuck was in that series. Yes, he wasn't stopping. He wasn't. He wasn't letting anything by. I should say, like, but because he's totally, a brick house. He's, he, he could have stopped the bouncy ball because he, he just wasn't letting anything pass. In and that then series. obviously looking at this year, they're dominating. And like Kyle said, are we going to see them in the play? Like we did last year, are we going to see them? Or are we going to see their dom, how dominant they have been in the regular season? 
And then kind of looking as this one is. But then looking at the Kings, obviously, the Kings are going to come out swinging. They're 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 looking for another championship, Stanley Cup. But the other thing, are we going to see Cal Pedersen or are we going to see Jonathan Quick? Like, yeah, that's another. I didn't think of that either. That's because obviously, which, which Mike Smith are we going to see? Because he's been pretty inconsistent. Because obviously, if, 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 if they go with him as the starter. Or Miku Kostin, like how? Which side of him are you gonna see? Yeah, that's because obviously Jonathan Quick, he's been hit or miss this whole season, and he yeah. goes from Jonathan Quick, Jonathan not so quick. Yes. So, all right. Uh, so second round for the West, for the Central Division, who do you guys have as the matchup, and who do you see winning set matchup? Personally, I had obviously the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues. I've not surprising. Colorado Avalanche taking the taking the series, but in six. Honestly, if, if this if this matchup happens, yeah, I also have Colorado versus St. Louis. But again, honestly, Colorado's penalty kill is not that good. It's only seventy nine point two percent. Yeah. Well, what, which, if, what? They, if they take a couple of stupid penalties, that could be very very costly to them because seeing how how bad their penalty kill is. But like, they, their I, goals per game is pretty dead even. Their goals like loud per game is pretty dead even. It it just depends on what their on matchup paper, is. This is a lot closer of a matchup than people are going to be making it out to be. Yeah. It's just like how disciplined can you know the Colorado Colorado Avalanche stay? Yeah. So. Um. And obviously for me, I had the Colorado Avalanche and Minnesota playing each other. I their points together are very. Dead even, their goals per game very <laughs> close, and then obviously, and then their the minutes the Colorado's um goals against per game is what is they have the better compared to Minnesota. Yeah. If way how well Minnesota is, I think this is going to be another game seven. Yeah. Really, really, you think so? Yeah, but I think Colorado's gonna pull it out and win it. I don't know for for this one for some reason for some odd reason my gut is telling me to pick St. Louis, but I'm gonna deny it and I'm gonna go with Colorado. Yeah, well um, we, we gotta look at you know Bobo over here like his gut tells tells him otherwise and you know his Bobo's gut is usually pretty right when it comes to these. Okay, so for myself I have Colorado and Minnesota. Now. Again, another barn burner of a series. You have, you have, you know, on Colorado, you have someone like Tommy Tater, and then on, or on, who am I thinking of? Nathan McKinnon, and then you have. How do you mix up Tommy Tater and Nathan don't McKinnon? No, and then with Minnesota, you have Kirill Kaprizov. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, and then with Minnesota, you have someone like Kirill Kaprizov. So I have. Colorado in games in seven. You also have Colorado. I also have Colorado in seven, just because. I'm gonna see the. I think the biggest reason is my gut is telling me Colorado, but my head says Minnesota because you know Minnesota's a lot younger of a team than. See, I think I'm the only one going against my gut on this one. I think. See, that's kind of how I feel. My gut wants to say Minnesota just for the fact of Cam Talbot, Mark Andre Fleury, and then Kaprizov, like. How well, like we saw how well they've been all year, and how well they were last year. With Colorado, like obviously Darcy Kemper does not have much. The problem is, 
that's my only problem with Colorado going all the way is Darcy Kemper. Like, yeah. He, yeah. Of him not having that, that playoff experience. Playoff yeah. experience. Not to, at least not to, to yeah. a certain extent he does. Yeah. Not, not, not the playoff experience that Jordan Bennington has. Yeah. But at the same time, Darcy Kemper could be one of those goalies where, you know, he just gets that click. You know, a lot of athletes aren't ready for playoffs, but they can just get that click. They can get physically and mentally ready. Yeah, you know, look at Tristan Jari when last time he was in the playoffs. We're like, oh, Penguins are going to fucking so go might, downhill. Might end, I might end up changing this by the end of the episode, but I'm, I'm, right now I'm going to say Colorado in six. In six, okay. Okay. So, on to... Calgary. My second series is Calgary versus Edmonton. So is mine. I think, I think we all said, and I think we yep. all said Edmonton over... Uh, LA. I, don't think, of, I don't think any of us said Dallas. The Battle of Alberta. Yeah. Battle of Alberta in the second. I didn't think of that. The, the second round Battle of Alberta. Kachuk versus. I uh, have. Cashian. I'll see how much those two absolutely can't stay at each other. This one. <laughs> if we get this matchup, this one's gonna be. A, this is gonna be a barn burner, especially how physical these, yeah. this matchup mm-hmm. is with each other. Oh man. This, uh, this one is tough. I'm gonna go first. I have Ed- Again, I mean, uh, Calgary's power play isn't as good as Edmonton's. I think I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Edmonton had the best power play in the league at 26.1, like we said prior. But again, Calgary's power penalty kill is amazing. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, Calgary has the higher goals per game at 3.58 to 3.49, but Edmonton, Edmonton also allows more goals per game at 3.07 to Calgary's 2.51. Yeah. So. I'm saying Calgary. Fuck it. I'm saying Calgary. Um, I have Edmonton in six. Edmonton in six? I'm saying Calgary in six. The only reason I say that because what you said earlier, and that is if McDavid and Dreisaitl can get their shit together for playoff hockey. As if if they I can... I feel like that they will do it for the first round, and then they'll kind of get ahead of themselves, and they might lose it towards the middle well, since to the second round. What I think if McDavid and Drysaddle start strong round two, they stay strong mm-hmm. because they'll start in where Calgary. Yeah, they'll start game one and two will be in Calgary. Game three and four will be at Edmonton. Yeah, one, so, two, five, and seven in Calgary. Yeah, three, so four, I see. And six in I I have McDa- I have McDavid and Drysaddle with the Oilers winning one, two, and three. Calgary winning four and five. And McDavid taking it home in Game Six in Calgary. I think this might be the next um, Game Seven of the West. Um, it's gonna be. I have Calgary in seven. I know you call. Here, here's the thing. I, as high as McDavid and Drysaddle might be. That's what, Kyle, it, yeah, what we, we just said. I yeah, think we, they're we, gonna choke it. Yeah, they, they are gonna choke it, and that's where like Calgary get the better of the Battle of Alberta. But how many games do you think? Seven. You think it will be seven? Yeah. I think it'll be seven. The series, no pun intended, will actually like re- would really heat up and like will take a brutal, bloody oh, game yeah. seven. I have a feeling what's going to happen. It's going to be very similar, except obviously more game. Um, kind of like similar to when Edmonton played Winnipeg. Um, Jacob Markstrom is going to be the one that's going to instead of Connor Hellenbuck, it's going to be Jacob Markstrom. Yeah. Yep. So I think the three of the four of us then have Colorado and Calgary in the conference final. I have uh, Edmonton and uh, uh, wait, yeah. Edmonton and Colorado. I have 
Um, yeah, Edmonton, Colorado for Bobo. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Bobo. You have Colorado um, yeah, in the Stanley I'm, Cup, I'm sorry. but you don't have Colorado <laughs> in the conference. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a fucking brain fart. No shit. <laughs> All right, but yeah, Colorado and Calgary. Again, the, the comparisons are not that far off. Like, yet again, I mean, Calgary having the better penalty kill, Colorado having the better power play. Colorado has more goals, lets in more goals, but they also score more goals. So, oh, that's what again. Oh, man, the West is tough, man. This West is tough. They did end up putting uh, Colorado, but in seven. I think they're I'm only. Go two, I right think, off the bat, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Colorado, but maybe yeah. it's six. I, 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 take seven. I think there are only two, uh, two series in the entire West playoff series, like playoff bracket, that go five or less. Everything else either goes six or seven. Yeah. This is not an exception. Like this, this, this goes seven. Yeah. But Colorado, Colorado using that home ice advantage in Denver, Colorado, and and going seven. I I'm gonna agree I with Colin, because I, I think it'll take because I think because fresh, fresh off of Calgary coming off of a game six, seven game six game series against Edmonton, they might have might lose a little bit of that again. No pun intended. Firepower for. For, for round three. And I think Cal- Colorado playing, you know, probably, most likely probably going to sweep Nashville, only having to take maybe six in the second round, that they're going to have a lot they're have a lot more resting time than Calgary will. Yeah. And I think what it was going to help, too, as right now projected um, with um, Gabriel Lanscog, um, his surgery he had early, not that I long, forgot about he that. He should be possibly, if, as long as... Colorado is still in it. He could possibly. Who I know, he might be back by like middle of round two. Even though yeah. he's at the earliest middle of round two. Mm. So by this point, he could be back. Like, and he could. But be that also depends. Up. You know, I mean, say we're all gonna flop, and Colorado loses in so, seven. So do, games. do all four of us have Colorado going to the final? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Moving so, on to then the Eastern Conference, Florida taking on Washington. I mean, I, I don't think this is much of a fight here. I mean, the only thing that Washington has on them is the goals against. They they, they or they let in more goals. So wait, actually, never mind. So they, yeah, the only thing that they have on them then is the penalty kill. Yeah. The penalty kill is just over eighty percent, and then yeah, Florida kills them and everything else, including the power play at twenty four. They let in less goals and score more goals. Um, yeah, I have. I actually have Florida at seven. I have really. I think with having with as much playoff experience as Washington has and being an older, more veteranized team, I feel like they know how to strategize and put up a fight rather than Florida, who's a little bit younger of a team and doesn't have all of the, especially like look at Washington and their and defense it might be one of the most well, knowledgeable and, things Bubba has said in a while and well and yeah, look she, at well, you're almost convincing yeah. me to change it there and right? look at Washington and just their defensive capabilities they, Washington has had a, exactly Washington has had a solid defense all season Washington's defense is the reason I say game seven but Florida has that better offense where they know how to work through their loopholes I, I am also gonna say four, but I I'm I don't think it'll go like go seven. I'm gonna say maybe six. They might they might even blow them out and push it to yeah. five. But I, I don't I'm, think I'm it's gonna, gonna go more. Than I six. don't see a blowout. That's why I'm going seven. I'm go, I'm I have Florida and six. Well, especially if you you know going back to Washington, you have someone as gritty as Tom Wilson. As much as I hate to say his name, he's gonna be one of those players. He's gonna, gonna be, be kind of getting in their heads. He a is bit. going to be like fly on shit. 
Every time he sees that puck, he's going to be dropping his shoulder, whether it's a board, whether it's open ice. Tom Wilson, as much as he dislikes him, he knows how to make turnovers. Whether it's on the defensive end, and he checks somebody to get the puck to pass to Ovi to score a goal. Or whether it's on the offensive end, where he can steal a puck past the blue line and shoot and make it in the top right corner through the five hole. Because, I admit it, Tom Wilson loves his five hole. Half the goals, half the yeah, goals, half the goals he scored over the season has been through the five hole, because his well, that, slap that's shot. Where, that's also because that, that's where he likes to take it up. I know, <laughs> but his slap shot is like he does have for, a his, not as good as I was watching. I was watching a game on TNT and it hit ninety three miles an hour for an offensive defenseman. And it's like, defensive, or offensive, defensive, yeah. yeah. A two-way forward. Yeah, sure. still. But, yeah, a 93-mile-an-hour slap shot for someone who doesn't play forward all the time, that's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. And moving on to... Uh, I was going to say, I haven't done mine yet. Oh, you didn't? Okay, my fault. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, I also I have to say Florida, but in six. I got to do the twos. Florida takes the first two at home. Washington takes the next two at home. And then Florida finishes out the one one at home in game five, and then finishes out the series in overtime in Washington. In Washington, in game six. Yeah. Jeffy, you said four I had six. Florida. So. Moving on to the team of the hour, the Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve Dangle. Ten point seven. You're gonna have another aneurysm, and I'm sorry, man. Um, I said Toronto in six. That's the one of the few games, or not Toronto, Tampa. I, I misspoke. I was gonna say what I the misspoke. Fuck? Tampa in six. I'm sorry. I, again, I, I misspoke. I said this a couple weeks ago when we had our playoff preview. I said Toronto's finally gonna do it. I have to be right eventually. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Toronto in seven. Wow. I'm, uh oh. You're wrong. Are you ripping me? I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um. Maple Leafs are they're gonna choke it like they always do in seven. So Tampa's gonna win it in Toronto. Tampa's go is winning it in seven. Moving on, I'm waiting for the 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 day when the when Sportsnet announces Steve Dangle will be let go of his job for you know (laughs) (laughs) for using too many slurs on his most recent podcast. It makes me honestly. No, I feel like this is gonna be the opposite. They're it's gonna be Toronto's gonna be at three to one. Florida's going to come back, make it 3-3. Three to three. All the fans and everybody, all the jokes and all the memes are going to start coming. Toronto's going to prove them wrong and win game, and blow out Game 7. See, it makes me wonder. But it's Tampa Bay! It is Tampa Bay. Honestly. It, it hurts me to go against Tampa Bay, but I have to stick true to my pre-, my pre like, a couple weeks ago prediction when I said Toronto has that I have to be right eventually. I'm sticking with that. Makes me wonder go, how much. Ma- like 50 years, man. <laughs> it makes me wonder how much Steve Dangle has to pay YouTube. Hey, let the swear word go, please. <laughs> Not me either. Toronto. I'm here. Down on my knees. Yeah. Let me go. I'm sorry. Statistically, Toronto's a better team in every single category. They got more points. They score more goals. But Okay, I was wrong. They let in more goals. But their power play is ridiculous at 27.2. And their penalty kill is also ridiculous at 82.4. Okay, but like I said about Washington, Tampa is a bunch of veterans. They know how to work their way around the puck like a Someone giving a BJ. They know how to work their way around everything. I, say, I don't know why you had to use that analogy. Well, but. now it's stuck in your head. You're welcome. <laughs> but looking at it, like, pretty much 95% of the team that's won back-to-back are ba- are returning to the – are returning. They're looking for the, the 3P. Yeah. 
obviously the room, the room, I mean, rooms for four peat technically. Four peat for three peat with Tampa. Yeah, Kucherov, Stamkos, Brandon Points, Brandon Points, Sorelli, Vasilevsky, a lot, a lot of those, Eric Cernak, a, a, a lot of those forwards, and defensemen, and even the goalie is looking for that three peat. They're obviously they are gonna. These guys are gonna. Tampa's just gonna show Toronto how it's done, like to get to the finals. How oh, many games did you say though? Seven. You're saying seven as well. But Tampa, obviously, Toronto doing amazing. Another, this year. another reason I'm saying is like if Toronto loses it this year, I don't think they're ever making it back to the playoffs again. Like that's it's honestly if they wait, lose, wait. if they lose five consecutive first rounds in a row, that, that, that's just gonna be at the end of the franchise. Wait, do, do you hear that? <laughs> I hear a bunch of... Uh, Bullshit. No, no. Hyper screaming. Is oh, that... Steve Dangle. Oh, shit, my man. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You, you can already hear him screaming. Hold on, I'm getting I a... I swear to God! Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Hey, Mr. Dangle, how you doing today? <laughs> Wait, you think Toronto's gonna win? Wait, all right, moving on. Carolina taking on the Boston Bruins, and in, in most of these, it's not even close, man. Like Toronto's penalty, or oh my god, Carolina's huh? penalty kills at eighty-eight percent. Oh man, there's one one every ten power plays they're letting in a goal. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and their power play isn't as good as I thought it was. It's only at twenty-two percent, but it's better than Boston's at twenty point nine. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, they let in less goals. They score more goals. This one, I think, is another no-brainer. Um, I'm going to say Carolina at five. Yep, that's what I have Car- as well. Yeah, that's no, what that I one's have. kind of a no-brainer. I have Carolina at five. Yeah. Uh-oh, he has Boston in seven, don't you? Yeah, I'm actually the odd man up. Really? Boston seven. It's going to be a hard, again, another hard-fought seven. It is, but Carolina has, Carolina this season has that young speed mobility. I know I've been talking a lot of veteran lately. That's what I mean, lately. Boston's just getting old. It is. They are, yeah, it is. I just yeah. don't think they're going to be able to keep up to say, Waho, I know. Well, I don't think especially they're going to be as much as they well, would like to. In a, what, the Rat's going to be fucking 50 next year. He's 49 this year, and he's still on skates. He's one of those players where he takes one, he twists his ankle on skates. He takes a bad hit, and he dislocates his surgery. His surgery. Yeah, yeah, sorry. He he dislocates his shoulder and has to get a surgery. Dude, you're 50 playing hockey and you just tore your rotator cuff. He's 49. Brad Marchand? Or no, the rat. I said the rat. That's Brad Marchand. You said somebody was almost... Brad Marchand is only like 36. I don't know. Whatever. The rat is Brad Marchand. Whatever. I'm sorry. I thought somebody was almost 50 I don't think there's much room to argue that. And you got to think, like, the goaltenders for Boston, they're all both young. They're young, they're inexperienced in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to do very well. That's why I'm saying Carolina in five. Yeah. And finally, the New York Rangers taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now... I talked to my buddy, Jeff, and I, you might even know him. He went to McDowell. His name is Owen. Owen McCullough. He's a super nice kid. He's a big Penguins fan. Him and I talked. Him and I both agreed, and that's why I put this because of him, Penguins in seven. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep my bias here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my heart. I'm saying Penguins in six. Six. Okay. So they're going to win. So they're starting at Madison. Their first two are at Madison. The last two are... One and two are in Madison, three and four are in Pittsburgh. So you're saying, Correct, yeah. you're saying game six in Pittsburgh. 
say we're going to win at home yet. Nice. I have game seven at Madison just to rub it okay. on all our faces. We, we've also also, Penguins, Penguins, PPG, or whether it's PPG or the Igloo, Penguins playoffs fans are also ridiculously loud. Oh, fuck yeah. They're extremely loud, especially in the playoffs. Man. They're unbelievably loud. Okay. This is, I know you guys going to be a little, sp- I'm going to get, I'm putting my bias aside, Rangers and six. You think Rangers and six? Hear me. Every time I, I've rooted, like said, Penguins are going to win it. Penguins are going to win the series. They've lost. They've lost. Even and every time I've gone against them, they've at least advanced to the next. They did that in their back-to-back team. I went against them. They won it. I did do the same thing, but <laughs> so I, that's kind of why I'm putting my biases in Rangers. They, they I'm, pretty I'm, much... I'm looking to break the curses here, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm saying pens and six. I'm saying... Maybe seven, but... Here's my concern. Which Penguins team are we going to see in this playoffs? That's are we, we, we going to see... Another reason I say it is, again, goaltender. Shesterkin has no playoff experience. He's going to win the Vezna, that's no question. But he has no playoff experience. That's why I say... Well, regardless, regardless, like... The Smith doesn't have any either, or much of anything. Jerry could be back in time for game two or three, they said. But still, like, which, which Penguins team are you going to see? Are you going to see, you know, th- these past two or three weeks where they, they've been they, they've been absolutely blowing it. Yeah. So I that that's why I just have to say Rangers in five. We've been doing but, the opposite of what we usually do. Yeah. We've been, but. We've been blowing it against the teams that we, should, that we shouldn't be, but we have been absolutely demolishing the teams that we should. Yeah. But, but here's my other thing. Are we going to see the Penguins team that we've seen in a mid-season, mid, no, Brian Crosby, Brian Mulk, and Brian Gensel, where they're going to absolutely carry this team into the second round? So if I we don't, so. if we don't see, you know, the, the, if we don't see the Penguins performing like they, like they should, the, the, you know, the the, Peng, the Pittsburgh Penguins hockey, I'm going to say the Rangers are five. Well, but if we do see Penguins hockey, I'm going to say Pittsburgh, but in seven. Yeah. So, so what's so. your what's your final your final guess? So I did two brackets, one with Pittsburgh doing seven, and one with the Rangers doing five. Okay. So I'm gonna back Kyle on this one with Shesterkin having no playoff experience. But again, what I was saying earlier, you know, we've all played sports, we've all been there where we've been ready, that mentality for playoffs or you know, us wrestlers we call it, you know, wrestle offs to go to the States. It's like you just automatically find that click. You're more mentally ready than you've ever been that season. Igor Shosturkin could literally be sitting there right now and be like, you know, doing jumping jacks at 10 o'clock at night, getting himself ready, getting himself in shape. Like, okay, guys, I'm ready. Let's fucking do this. You know, I'm ready to come out on top. Let's do this. It's going to be game seven in Madison. Crosby's going to take that game-winning goal with five seconds left, and he's going to be like, Hey. He's gonna wave goodbye to the Rangers he, fans. Well, like, he's gonna. To well, he's gonna be like, okay, <laughs> we made game seven. Jari, yeah. just gonna wave goodbye to the Rangers fans. Just like starting <laughs> mid to ours. And, and it's this, gonna feel so good. And at the same time, he's gonna think to himself, "Damn, we lost. Well, I forced game seven. I didn't lose in five. I, I, just said, I want to say either five or seven, so he could do it in Madison Square Garden yeah. and wave, wave the Rangers fans. That's goodbye. why I said game seven. I might even push the limits and go overtime game seven. The only reason I'm pushing six because if Jari is, if we're gonna have Jari back by the end, he actually decides. He has been on fire this season. Yeah, he, he has. Did that, he did the regular season last year too. Um, but I'm, I'm just, but I don't want to discuss this much more. S- I don't want to jinx it. I'm, I just want to go with my heart on this one and say the Penguins. 
as much as I want to, but based off a pass, I kind of just I'm, I'm going. To, I went against against my gut once over in the West. I'm, I don't want to go against my gut twice. So and my, my, again, my gut is telling me. I mean, my, my gut is telling me the, the Penguins. So I, I don't want to go against that. Mm. So yeah, second round and up top is going to be Florida versus Toronto. And now again, you guys. You're gonna call me stupid. You're gonna call me crazy. You're stupid. <laughs> I think once, once, and if Toronto gets that first round win, they're not gonna stop winning. Yep. So I'm taking Toronto going to the conference final. Yep. That's that's a hot take. It that's, might be a big, 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 big hot take, but I'm taking. I'm, thinking, I'm yeah. taking Toronto back to the conference final. Uh, I have Toronto, or I'm sorry, Tampa. In Florida, and I have Tampa going to the conference final because I want them to do that three-peat. I got, I got to be with Bobo. Tampa and Florida, Tampa and seven. It's going to be another hard battle it is. Florida. Yep, and it we, is. We saw that last year, first round with Tampa and Florida. How amazing they, of a serious day. Oh, hell yeah. Can I, I'm going to... I mean, it's a. I mean, between me for Toronto and Florida, it's a very close competition. Except on special teams, Toronto kills it in both categories on both the power play and the penalty kill. Yeah, yeah Florida scores more goals and allows less goals, but the the special teams, I think, is where it's going to kill them. Yeah, where, it's where, where Toronto is really going to thrive. And if you're looking at Florida and Tampa, obviously, um, Florida has more points than Tampa, 122 to Tampa's 108, 108. Um, goals per against it's, it's um, goals per game. My bad. Um, Florida four four point one four, and then Tampa three point four four, and then the goals against per game. Um, Tam- Tampa two point seven seven, and Florida two point eight six. So Florida's pretty much half. has quite a bit. I I'm gonna say Tampa and seven. For for Toronto and Florida, I'm I'm gonna say Toronto and six. Wow. Going to the conference final. See, as much as I love, you know, I. You? Did you give your, your two cents? Yeah, I, I put. Uh, he agreed with me. As much as I'd love to see Toronto make it past the first round, they're losing second round. It's in their nature. So so we pretty much both have the winner of that Tampa and Toronto series going to the conference final. Yes. Okay, that's that's interesting. Down south, or not really, but. Carolina taking on Pittsburgh. Yep, I have Carolina in five. I think. I, the, mean, I think honestly, Penguins are one of those teams where yes, they're good in playoffs, but they're not Carolina in second round good. But yeah. we haven't seen Carolina make it past the second round since two thousand nine, when they made it to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. When they got swept by Pittsburgh. But Carolina's a freakishly young team this year, unlike Pittsburgh. Carolina has the speed and the mobility, and what the do we have? Fucking Chris Letang. The reason I am choosing Pittsburgh is because the time to win, the final chance to win is now. Yeah. Both at the end of the year, all three of Brian Rust, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang are all going to be unrestricted free agents. Probably at least maybe two, if not all three, might be gone. I'd say at least two of them. I mean, my prediction is yeah. Latang and Rust are both going to be gone. Well, I hate to say it because I know I, I some know. of us love Crystal Tang, some of us hate Crystal Tang. I'm one of them that loves Crystal Tang. Well, I, Paul hates Crystal Tang. <laughs> I like him. I mean, he gets me. I mean, 
I, he gets me pissed off. I'm like, what are yeah. you doing, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, out of boy, Chris. Well, that's how... Paul, that, good job, Chris. Good job. Bad job, Chris. Bad job. <laughs> like, that's how Paul's been all season with him. He, like, Paul and I watch Penguins games a lot together. And he'll be like, oh, my God. Chris Letang made that play to get that goal. Two plays later, he fucking is slow, and he misses a breakout, and the other Screaming. team scores. Oh, I and that. Paul's like, Latang, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, dude, you should have seen that coming, but you're an old fart who can't skate. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying Pittsburgh. I'm saying that one is going to be hard fought. I'm saying that one's going to go to seven. Yeah. So, yeah, I've called, or called it, Toronto and Pittsburgh in the final. For four. me, um... Because I had Carolina take on the Rangers. I have Carolina winning in six. Oh, yeah. What do you have in seven? What do you have in that second round? Well, each bracket, like, depending our, on the... Our Buckbuster bracket, which, who do you have? Who'd you choose? Well, which one? Because I did two for the Buckbusters. Oh, you did two different you ones. You did two. I, I, I did, did two it. different ones. For the one that you just did now. So one ten, uh, the one I have up, it's Boston and the Rangers. Okay. Ooh. And I have Boston at six. Okay. Okay. And I, I think that's that's what I did for uh, either bracket. Is because you know, Boston's one of those guys that like they they have the veteran like the, their veteran core isn't that old, respectively. Yeah. Yeah. So like they they have the they have the will they have the firepower to to beat a team like Pittsburgh or a team like the Rangers. So well, and also way. I mean, and anytime you watch a uh, Bruins Rangers game. That's always, always a great game. Yeah. So I can see where Collins coming from, but I don't see fucking Boston getting past Carolina in that first yeah. round. I yeah, really, I really. So then you have Tampa and Carolina. Uh, I for my I have Carolina and I have Edmonton squeaking out over. Calgary. Well, who do you have in the conference final in the East? You have Tampa and Carolina. No, he's Colorado on Edmonton. <laughs> uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I can't yeah, fucking... Yes, you have Tampa yeah. and Carolina. Yeah. So, yeah, so I have Toronto and Whatever. Pittsburgh. And going on to that one, again, they're, they're all pretty close. Toronto scores a lot more goals per game, but Pittsburgh allows less goals per game. But, again, Toronto's special teams is ridiculous. But, again, for Pittsburgh, time they're saying the, the, the time to win is now. At this point, Toronto, they've gotten this far in the playoffs now at this point. I'm sticking my heart. I think this is going to be where Toronto chokes. I got Pittsburgh going to the finals, boys. Oof. For the first time since 2017, I got Pittsburgh going to the finals. I don't want to say anything. Taking don't on Colorado. I don't, I don't want to say anything yet. I really yeah. don't. Look, I just, I, I, I'm feeling it. Hey, here's the thing. With my, my uh, bad mojo in the, play- in the finals, <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah, saying like, you're pretty much our yeah. the Toronto. Well, you already eliminated Pittsburgh for this this specific one. Hence why I'm not saying anything, Kyle. Regardless of what I say, I'm gonna be wrong in the finals. <laughs> I'm gonna be wrong. Hence so, why so I'm not saying anything for the good guys. So for so for my Stanley Cup final, I have Colorado taking on Pittsburgh, the Nova Scotia Cole Harbor Boys, Nathan McKinnon versus Sidney Crosby. I mean, in, in looking at the stats comparison again, Pittsburgh allows less per game, but I mean our our penalty kill is other pretty pretty damn good at eighty five, but Colorado's power play is ridiculous at yeah. almost twenty five percent. They also score more goals. This uh, is where 
we get heartbroken. Yep. Colorado's winning it. I honestly. I'm saying six. I have Tampa and Colorado. In Colorado, and I have Champa Bay winning a three-peat in seven. Champa Because if it works out right, if Tampa's game one and two, they'll win game seven in Tampa. Even though Colorado has, well, technically they have home as advantage. Yeah. Well, still, I have Tampa raising that third banner as a three-peat because, A, I would love to see Tampa do a three-peat. I really, really would. Be, they will be the first team to do in the sour cap era. Yeah. Here, here, here's the thing. Again, going back to my bad mojo in the finals, regardless of what it is, I have Tampa and Colorado in the finals. I do, But too. I have Colorado. No, knowing my my luck, my logic, my everything, I have Colorado winning it all. So you're saying that specifically because you want Tampa Bay to win it? Yes! Yes! <laughs> For crying out loud! Yeah, I'm sick and tired of my bad mojo, but that's what's going to happen! I know it for sure! It's a fair logic, it's a fair logic. It is. It, no, it is. At this point, I wish Philly was in, and I can cheer for Philly, but no! They can get swept in the first round. Yeah! By who else? By Toronto! Fuck me! Uh, so, just a, just a quick recap for myself Colorado and Nashville, I had them sweeping. I changed that. Uh, uh, Minnesota and St. Louis, I have that going to seven, and St. Louis taking it. Calgary and Dallas, I have Calgary taking it in six. Edmonton and Los Angeles, I have it them taking it in six. That then, then, then left. Uh, the Avs in St. Louis. I had the Avs taking that. That left the Flames and Oilers. I took the Flames in that one. I had the Colorado moving on to the, con- to the Cup Final. Uh, Panthers versus Capitals. I had the Panthers taking it in five. Leafs and Lightning. I had the Leafs taking it in seven. Hurricanes in Boston. I had Hurricanes taking it in five. Pittsburgh and Rangers. I had Pittsburgh taking it in six. Panthers and uh, Leafs. I had the Leafs taking it in six. Uh, P- Penguins and Hurricanes. I had the Pens taking it in seven. I have the Penguins taking down the Leafs in the conference final in seven as well, but I have Colorado winning it. I'm going to say in six. I have a th- 31 total goals scored in the series is what I'm saying. I have 15. You only have 15? Okay. I have 15 between Tampa and Colorado. How many games do you think it's going to? That's Six. You think it's only, you think only 15 goals in six games? Because each of them have solid defense and solid goal so saying like every game's gonna be like two to one yeah two to nothing, three to maybe one. three one max I don't have anything more than that because think about it I mean it's one of those it's just one of those things though where it's like you have two great teams such as Colorado and Tampa Bay their offense their defense and their goaltending is solid whether it's even if it's Vassy versus Kemper it's you know, Darcy Kemper versus Andre Vasilevsky, and it's like holy fuck, two of the best so names. Who, who does everybody else have winning? Okay, you said you have I might as well Colorado winning it over Tampa Bay. Who do you have in the final? Can, rec- real quick, all I'm gonna do my recap like Kyle did, um, and I changed it as well. Um, Colorado um, sweeping Nashville, four zero. Um, Colorado take on Minnesota in the second round. Um, Colorado taking in seven. Colorado playing Calgary in the conference final. That being in seven as well. And then Tampa Bay taking on, um... Florida? Yeah, um, 
Tampa Bay take on Toronto. Um, Tampa taking in seven. Florida um, and Tampa in the second round. Um, Tampa taking in seven. Um, and then Tampa taking on Carolina in the conference final. That one being in six. And then I I love both Colorado and Tampa. I I I gotta go against Colorado just for the just for the fun of it. Just for the fact that it's Tampa Bay. I wanna really Okay if Okay. If I am we... gonna go with Tampa repeating. Yeah. How many in games? seven. How, seven. seven. Okay. With thirty yeah. goals. Thirty goals. Wow. Yeah, and the, uh, again, the reason I stated my fifteen I, was they're going to be all low-scoring games in that final. And I like, see, I really like Colorado and Tampa. That one is torn because I obviously I really want to see Colorado win it, but at the same, I want to see Tampa three-peat. I want okay. to. I want to finally yeah. see. I'm it. not going to go over my entire one, but in my main like NHL league bracket, I have Colorado and Florida going to the final, and I also have Colorado winning that one. I chose for mine. I chose that's where I chose Colorado to win. Yeah. I have no comment. Yeah. You know yeah. my luck. I have no comment. I'm. And I'm. I'm done. <laughs> um. And did we want to mention like our? Because we can, we're going to mention we were going to turn this into a. Oh, we're we're going to turn this one into because we're you know we the four of us were in this we created our own little little bracket here like the four the four team the four player challenge and whoever comes up with the least amount of points is going to have to do another punishment. So yeah, I know this keeps track of points for us, so we don't really have to do that. So yeah, the the one of the four of us with the least amount of points at the end of the finals is going to have to get to do another punishment. And none of these guys are going to get butt hurt because apparently none of us will quote-unquote cheat. <laughs> you, know, I mean, they, you can't they... really cheat in this one. You were able to cheat on the last one. You can't really cheat yeah, on even this though one. Yeah, even though none of us cheated. As soon as the puck so. drops on game two, the first game two out of the entire playoffs, that's when the bracket locks. You can't change anything. Yeah, even though you know none of us cheated, but you know. That, <laughs> I, I, didn't say, I didn't say that right now. I might have said it before. That, that right that's a discussion for another time. And did we decide what the punishment's gonna be? That'll be T B A depending on, you know, who loses and you know what the other three of us. I know we have so. an idea floating around, but we don't know if that's uh, that's damn cruel. It is damn cruel. Basically <laughs> it's whether the cripple gets it or not is what the punishment but is. But I've yeah, we'll kind of keep it until... We're keep keep it MIA for now until we come up with an actual punishment. All right, that's it for our two-hour special on the Buckbuster podcast. I know we're all done. I know most of us burnt out. But, you know, I think this is the longest episode so far. Keep it on social media, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. I don't, I don't really, I can't even keep track of whatever other social media we're on. It's hard to keep track because yeah. we're on so much... Otherwise, you know, thanks, guys. See you later. See you later, boys. See ya. Deuces.